All right, guys, listen up. Okay. We're going live to tape in five, four, three, two. Dante Cola Promotion presents the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, starring Ed Grand Tommy Martinez and Mr. Adam Tate, executive producer Shay Big Bubba Martinez. And now, here's the greatest podcast, according to them, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. <laughs> Excellent. I like it. <laughs> welcome and welcome to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, episode two. I mean, excuse me. <laughs> it's our second episode of all of all time. Yes, <laughs> we already started back. <laughs> Season two, episode thirteen, Adam. Oh, lucky number thirteen, and that voice oh, you heard man. is that of El Gran Tommy Martinez, oh, and that voice you just heard is that of my friend and rock and roll brother, uh-huh. the humblest guy on planet Earth. <laughs> Mr. Adam Tate. This is like the first show of the new year, and I feel like you've had the steam taken out oh, of you already, man. just at the initial what is point of the show. On? What is going on? Executive produced by yes. Big Bubba J. Martinez, which, by the way, self-quarantining for two weeks. He's, he's in an office space now, isn't he? He's no, not, not yet. He's not in, oh. He's self, he's, he's quarantining. He's, yeah, his uh, new job. Ask them to uh, self-quarantine for a couple of weeks before they start. Oh, like no symptoms or anything, just says... Stay away from people. Wow. Okay. In a nutshell. And his new gig said that to him. Yeah, they sent an email. I think it was... Uh, what was it? What was the day in New Year's? Uh, the Old Year's Day? <laughs> the 31st? 31st? Yeah, it was the last 31st. Year. Yeah. yeah, that was the last day of the year. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I had, we, we, we spent the... Hmm. Uh, we spent the New Year's over there, you know, that evening over there with him. Okay. At his new house. And, and then that's when he told me, I said, well, good. That means you won't be coming over to my house. <laughs> <laughs> Across the street. Yeah. It didn't work. <laughs> it still shows up. He has the, you remember, he has, the, he has to do some things here. You know, his sister just left too. So oh, Monica, that's right. Yeah, Monica and Aaron left uh, actually just a little while ago this morning. Yeah, I missed I missed Aaron. Where, where was he? <laughs> I thought he was supposed to come in and uh, all, panel on the show. All, he, all he can say is, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> That's all he could say. That's all he could say. That's all he could muster was sound, guttural he, sounds. Was, as, he was, as he was listening to you, tear him apart. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Well, I guess he had something more important to do than defend his honor, I guess. <laughs> Uh, will you ever give him that chance? Oh yeah, I mean I was here. I showed up. Remember? I'm not. I mean, but I mean, the future. Will you give him a chance? Oh sure. In the future, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm still an undefeated champion. <laughs> By the way, happy New Year, Adam. You know? Yes, happy New Year. I wish you the best as always. It's true. Is 2021 treating you well so far? To be honest, it was the same as last year oh. so far. I have no no difference. I woke just up as crappy, huh? Yeah, I just woke up. Uh, I think it was at eight on. Uh, on what was it Friday, which was the first? Yeah. That's sleeping in bed time for you, isn't it? And for me, it was yeah, like ooh. Not, well, I guess it started out pretty good if I slept in late. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. <laughs> nice. So yeah, did you do anything special? No, nothing special. We uh, stayed at our house. We uh, I looked at alcoholic beverages. I opened up the cabinet. There was 
There was some uh, vodka in there. I thought I could make something with that. Right, I, I right, looked, right. I, I saw some... Uh, some apple cider was in a fridge. I could I could drink some of that. I, I looked at there were some beers and bottles inside the fridge. I could drink some of that, but I I chose the trusty Dr Pepper so, uh, for to ring in the new year. For some for some reason, all of that that you mentioned is not Adam Tate at all. <laughs> I know, I know. I thought I was going to step if, out, now if do something been, new for the new year. If it would have been uh, yesterday the first, and you did all that, then you did do something new for the new year. No, <laughs> no, but no, oh. we didn't really. Celebrate it all. You didn't indulge in anything that night, huh? What time did you go to bed? Uh, well, I know I was awake during New Year's time because my daughter came into the bedroom and said, Happy New Year. Oh, okay. As I was, as I was laying down the lovely, close, close to uh, The lovely Abby Tate, yeah. 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 Happy New Year to her. <laughs> <laughs> she rang in the New Year with us. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it that was, was okay. It. Nobody else was there. Nick Nobody else there. was there. Was there. No. No. Wow. We were, like I said, we were at Jay's, and uh, Gabe was over there. Jay's... Uh, Brother-in-law, he was over there. Okay, <laughs> right. I, I got all tongue twisted. Yeah, yeah, you did. And uh, his wife was over there. Uh, their son Emery, and uh, Emery showed me uh, something really cool. He's doing with video. He's doing that's Jay's uh, nephew. Okay, uh, on Victoria's side, uh, he's doing stop motion. Oh, like the claymation yeah, type like, thing, yeah, like, like you move it and you take another picture and you. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. With this, with this app that he has, that does pretty cool. Is it is it less tedious than it used to be back in the old days? Uh, I don't know because I didn't see him do. He was showing me the product, the final product. Oh. You know, and then of course I had to, you know, my my uh, director, the directorial, and was that was that correct? Yeah. Directorial right. and my producing and everything that that comes into me when it comes to uh, art. You gave suggestions. I, I stopped immediately what I was doing. I don't know what was going on. I saw oh. the minute he showed me that, I said, I need to see this. <laughs> <laughs> Now, did you take that as a challenge and you set up your own no, stop no, no, motion no, no, animation? No, 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 I looked at theater? it. I looked at it and it was pretty good. You know, Emery's what, uh, 10, 11? I don't even know how old Emery is. You could probably have a full kiss show <laughs> over here. Oh, stop yeah, motion yeah, yeah, animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Add in some tracks yeah. later on, have them playing along. <laughs> Didn't I send you one time a kiss them? <laughs> a really bad one. <laughs> well, I don't remember. I remember that. I think I sent you a message anyway. But yeah, he showed it to me, and it was lacking. Uh, it was lacking. You know, the creative the, touch. Not the creative touch. It was lacking the the stamp of who produced this masterpiece. You did, know, did Datacoba Promotions suck suck him into the under their umbrella immediately? Oh, <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> immediately gave him some suggestions. You oh. know. And then I made my own quick video, but you know it was rated G. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that's not normal for your videos. No, not my videos. The the the, the goats videos. Oh, <laughs> those are usually. <laughs> we'll make sure he stays away from those. <laughs> but that's still under the umbrella of Dr. Koba Promotions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a, it's a junior company. <laughs> Not four juniors. <laughs> Adam, good morning, buddy. Good morning. January the second, twenty twenty-one, man. Wow. This is Mr. Neil Young, man. It is. He, he survived twenty twenty. He did. He's he still sure around. Did. Yeah, after the gold rush, man. Mm -hmm. After the gold rush. Great song. I love this song. I don't know what it is about it. It's kind of uh, melancholy. Yeah, you really want to chill out to this one. Yeah, yeah. Just like relax a little bit. You know, no big deal. 2020 is done. 2021 is here. You know, everybody hated 2020 for whatever reason it may be. I think it was because of COVID. But, you know, I mean, it's still, you know, it was still a year, you know. It was it was still a year. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Can't do nothing about it. You have to deal with right. it. 
Anyway, in hindsight, it's yeah. 2020. Well, anyway, Neil <laughs> talks about jumping on spaceships on this song. I like, I can't see Neil jumping on spaceships. Oh, I'm just telling you. This does he look the, like a spaceman to you? This, no. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Neil Young does. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't look of this earth. <laughs> anyway, today is uh, National Science Fiction Day, Adam. Okay. We can get behind that, can't we? I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah, we could watch some science fiction uh, movies. You, you, That's how I would take it in, not not any uh, reading any novels. <laughs> you of wouldn't read sort. anything. I was gonna no, say no, absolutely not. It have to be a movie, but uh, we should have many releases in the first week of the year in the science fiction genre. That's what we should have. No, I think to I, correlate with science fiction day. I think the only science fiction, well, the only eh, mm. is 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 the superhero movies considered. Oh, it's a lot of fiction. Uh, yeah, but is is it science fiction? Well, some of it, I guess, could be science fiction. Uh, Iron Man could be. I think for science fiction, it has to be like robots and. Isn't he a scientist? He is the Iron yeah. Man okay, guy. There, there so, you... so science and fiction. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. So that one would work. Uh, sure. Oh, I don't know if Captain America would be science fiction. Well, yeah, they, no, he, they did he the whole the treatment by to him. Yeah, exactly. So let's just declare right now for the purposes of the Tommy Adam Hard to Name podcast, available on Spotify, baby, <laughs> <laughs> and Apple Podcast apps and Castbox, <laughs> and all your other favorite DSPs. For the purpose of that, we're going to declare those gonna, movies uh, any, science fiction. Any movie. Marvel movie would work. Mm-hmm. Watch a Fantastic Four movie. Black, Plan- Black, Black Panther, he's kind of a, a scientist. He invents stuff. His sister does, excuse me. I don't know if... if is it, aren't the, most of their powers based in like minerals or something that they pull out of the earth? No? Is that, is that a different a different thing? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't yeah. matter. We're going to go ahead and declare that. But how about TV shows? Do you like any TV shows? No. Uh, that are science fiction nothing? I mean, I probably do if you'd suggest them, but I don't really... That's not my go-to. Because I have to watch TV, a show... It's not over in like an hour and a half. You can't just sneak it. A show usually is 10 plus hours at least of a show. And like for if, a my, season? if my wife isn't watching it, then I'm probably not going to have enough time to like, actually complete like, it. Like a season or something yeah, like that? Yeah. I, if I, why start something if I'm not going to complete it? Mm, yeah, I could see that. I mean, I still used to watch uh, you know, science fiction uh, TV. Planet of the Apes had a science fiction TV series. When I was a kid, I don't know. I mean, you okay. were you were probably about not even born, maybe. Right. Probably uh, Star Trek. That was that that had many uh, many different Star Treks, though. Yeah, many generations. <laughs> no pun intended. Mm-hmm. Of Star Treks. Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, was the Twilight Zone? Some of the Twilight it Zone had to be. Some of the Twilight sure. Zone was was science fiction. I don't think there was. I think there was only one episode that I think they took the elevator at that hotel and they went to hell. Which was kind of creepy. There was no science there. It was the devil wasn't there with the, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a pretty interesting with, one with, with a ray gun. Is that what the was it Twilight Zone where the kid could wish people into the cornfield? Was that in the Twilight Zone when William Shatner was in the airplane and saw something out on the wing? Was that the Twilight Zone? Oh, uh, I think so. See, you'd have to you know we'd have to go and back and you know uh, yeah. I really don't know, man. It's just that one's kind of kind of tough to to make out. So, yeah, but that was one. Uh, but, you know, I mean, right now, uh, The Mandalorian, awesome series. That's science fiction. If but it's, out, can, in, but if you it's can, out in space. But you could, stream, you could stream that one without no pressure, Adam. Why? Because you could stream them whenever you want to. Yeah. You don't have to wait for them to pop up. Or, but 
like you were come around. Like you were explaining like a week ago, like you felt pressure that you had to watch them or you were going to get spoiled but by people online. But that's different because that was the blog sphere of nerdiness. Okay. You know, right. they're going to ruin it. You know, and I had to stay away from the blogs. I had to stay away from the pages. What if I come in contact with some of the blog sphere? I don't search it out, but it might, it might come get me. <laughs> 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 it, might, it might attack me on a, a, in an alleyway you or something. some kind of conspiracy theory with the blogger. See the last scene of Mandalorian? Did you see it? Well, look at this. I'm going to show it to you right now. Man, they even shows like today, uh, Good Morning America and stuff, and shows like that, they're actually talking about this stuff too. So oh, they, really? Yeah, they kind of like ruin it. They're, you know, of course, it's popular. At the end it's of popular, that Mandalorian, man. okay? It's popular. It looked straight out of a video game. Don't you think? Did you see it already? Did you yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Oh, okay. Because you deal. pressured me. You said, oh, I can't believe you haven't seen it yet. Oh, I had to watch it. I had to watch it. I had to watch it. It was really good. Really good. <laughs> you mean what you mean was it? Uh, if it would have been like, was it? what do you call that in the, on the video games? Third person as you shoot or first person? Uh... First person is like Doom or something where you're walking through shooting things and you see the gun in front of you, right? That's first person. Yeah, because uh, Luke Skywalker just, you know, he chilled in a chill way. He landed inside. Mm-hmm. That imperial, whatever it is, yeah. whatever you call that, mm-hmm. and he just walked his way up there, man. And, and he, he just wrecked shop, and he just tore up. And it was like not only did he tear up, uh, you know, imperial uh, fighters itself, but it was those robot, the black stormtroopers sure. or something, whatever they were called. He busted those suckers with a lightsaber. I know. That, so green, like, that green thing was going everywhere, so tearing everything up. Like whoa. And it was great when he had his hood on. When he had his hood on, like you had like a sneaking suspicion. It's like, oh, that's a green lightsaber. I think I might know who that might be. But then when he took it down, it looked straight out of like computer animation. Yeah, because they made him younger. I know. Yeah, that's what it was. But he looked he looked a little, it looked like it was straight out of like the movie footage that you would have in a video game. Okay, that's, so that's, that's kind of what it was. So kind of what it see, that's like. where I wanted you to go. Okay, now I get it. I thought it was the actual fighting. and No, no, no. That kind of CGI that was going on. So, yeah. And I think that series is made by, like, fanboy, super fanboy, so he's going to make it, like, as cool action as possible. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. That Favreau so, guy. Did you expect it was going to be Luke Skywalker, man? No. Of course, I don't know where we're at in the world. I don't know. Is this... Is this way back when, or is this like up in the future? Did I, I don't know where did, we're at. Did I explain this no, to you? No, you didn't explain it to me. Okay. I, I'm a lost cause on no, this. No, 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 no. Listen to me, listen to me. All right. After the sixth one in sequence, which would have been... Return the, of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Ewoks. Right? Yes. It's between that one mm-hmm. and the first one where Ray shows up. And at that point, the Sky, Force, Skywalker is on a, is it the a Force stupid Awakens? rock in the middle of an ocean. But he comes in later, like that at the end of that movie, yeah, or at the very end. Yeah, yeah. So something happens, him and a little Yoda in that little period of time. In that period of time, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's placed sixty years, Earth years, by the way. What? How do, you, how do you get that information? Because it's the story's being told in Earth, so we have to get it beamed from wherever it's at in the galaxy to us. So the, for us to be able to comprehend it. Uh-huh. We they have to break it down to us in those kind of numbers. And how old is that little Yoda? That Yoda's fifty years old. That that one that can't yeah, talk is fifty 50? years old. He he doesn't need to talk. He'd do it telepathically. But the he couldn't communicate his name to the Mandalorian. That's guy. what. That's why he's he communicated to the lady that was the Lady Jedi thing. I would think that the guy needs to talk to these 
lesser life forms then, right? He, he needs to convey whatever he's thinking. He's a 50-year-old. Hello? <laughs> he doesn't need to be in a crib for It's 50. the way... Listen, man. Okay. Let's not go there because it's the way the species works. Oh, my God. That particular species, which, by the way, remains unnamed. It, cons- it consists it of two unnamed. people. Old Yoda, new Yoda, baby Yoda. Uh-uh. What, have you seen another one? You see that behind you right there? That's the Encyclopedia of Star Wars. Okay. You don't like reading. No. <laughs> See how thick that is? That's for some volumes. Oh my God. Three volumes to be exact. So there's a whole race of Yoda. Yes. The, the, if, yes. It, it, it's, it's obvious. Is it obvious? Yes. I don't know that it's obvious. There was a big Yoda and a little there's Yoda. There's a 50 year old baby sitting there. How is that going to procreate and make more Yoda? Again, good theme, <laughs> good subject for Another National <laughs> Science Fiction Day. And we're going to leave it out there because if not the rest of this damn show, we're already about at 15 minutes. <laughs> it's going to take. Let's move on. Because <laughs> yeah. it's also national. It's no, 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 no. No. Why? Why? Anyway, yeah, yeah. We're going to just, just hit it again or it was National Buffet Day. Don't worry about it. <laughs> what a way to start the new year. <laughs> Sammy Hagar, baby. Can't oh. drive 55. What do you think about that? His landmark hit right here. That was his biggest hit big, as big a one. solo. Yeah, a solo artist. That's right. 1985, 1986. I can't remember. 1984. Yeah, probably. Yeah. In that range, yeah. In that range. In 1974, Adam. Uh-huh. Today in history. Good. Brought to you by history.com, baby. Okay. National speed limit was signed into law. Okay, the national speed limit of 55. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. President Richard M. Nixon. <laughs> Tricky dick. Signed the Emergency Highway Energy Conservation Act, oh, it's an- setting a new national maximum speed limit. 55. Oh, my God. You know how... <laughs> We're trying to conserve snail, energy. Snail's friggin' pace. We're trying to conserve energy, buddy. That's what was going on. And we, this is this is the this is the beginning of the end of the muscle car in America. I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, for like the manufacturers, hmm. did they did they mandate different uh, standards for producing new automobiles? Uh, they or is they, it just about? I don't think how they had heavy your foot could be. I don't think they had. I think it was just to preserve more on the fuel, because prior to that, uh, we and a lot of the modern. Uh, a lot of the modern era countries enjoyed good relations with the Arabs and everybody in OPEC. Mm-hmm. And we were able to uh, get oil at a moderately good price. But then, you know, obviously the Arab-Israeli conflict happened. All of a sudden, uh, you know, OPEC is holding the world hostage is what mm-hmm. they were doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and we being the great country that we are, we didn't go ahead and nuke them to show them, you know, this is how business is done, baby. Okay. <laughs> this is Tommy. This is Tommy Martinez version, right? Okay. <laughs> of nineteen seventy-four, op- because that option is always on the table. <laughs> well, I got this button over yeah, here. Yeah, damn right. Mm. Don't screw with us, baby. <laughs> That's exactly what he told them. <laughs> you know, they're wrapped up in all those things. Uh-huh. They look like babies. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Individual states said speed limits within their boundaries. And uh, that was prior to 1974, by the way. The highway speed limits across the country range anything from 40 to 80 miles oh my, an hour. That's 40 right. 40 miles yep, yep, an yep, hour? Yep, 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 yep. How could that be? That's what it was. You know, uh, one of the popular Christmas movies for people who don't like Christmas movies is Die Hard, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Because that happens at Christmas time. But uh, we were looking at that, 
And when Officer Powell goes and gets all of his Twinkies at the uh, at the gas station, uh-huh, uh-huh. there's like that, a there's like the, a shot. That's the guy from uh, what is it from uh, from Urkel show? The Urkel show, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, he's always a cop in every show. He's a fat <laughs> cop. Um, but there's a panning of the looking up to Nakatomi Plaza. Yeah, yeah. And you can see the gas prices at the time. And I guess this was Die Hard. Was that 1988? Is that Something the year? Like that, yeah. And in Southern California, the price of gas was 74 cents a gallon. Man. Can you believe it? I believe it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And 88 doesn't seem like it's that long ago. No, but this was 1974, so let's go back to this. Yeah, and, okay. the, and the OPEC and the rest of the uh, Arab nations along, I think Venezuela was involved in this too, but they weren't uh, under this ty- uh, tyrant that they have now. But mm-hmm. uh, they went ahead and had a chokehold on the world. So this is what prompted everything here in America, at least for the, uh, the, uh, the national, you know, amongst the other en- uh, uh, conser- conserving energy stuff. <laughs> yes, it's right. the, your speed limit is one of them. They said, well, "Well, I'll tell you what, America. I'm Richard Nixon, and I'm going to tell you, don't drive past 55." Oh, that's and how it worked. Giving inspiration to Sammy Hagar. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a good idea for a song. Ten years later, <laughs> <laughs> he was he was, it was building up since his time in Montrose. <laughs> I haven't. I don't have a lot of stories from my mother's. Uh, early years, but she told me of a story where she drove with her family from Wichita to Southern California. Okay. And it was during this time, and so the speed limit was 75, or not 75, was 55, and she drove, and her, her father was very strict on the on the rules, so he would not go over 55 miles an hour. It and took it, him, what, and three it was weeks in, to get It there? was interminable. <laughs> it just took forever. She, she hates road trips now because of that one experience. <laughs> oh, man. Well, the act also prohibited uh, uh, the federal government funding any kind of projects within the individual states if they didn't comply with the 50-mile-an-hour rule. Oh, really? Yeah. So they're they're going to lose government funding. Da- I see. Damn right. Yeah. And even after the OPEC lifted the embargo in March of 1974, drivers continued to face high gas prices and attempted to conserve fuel by buying revolutionary four-cylinder cars made out of Japan. Oh, so Ooh, there you go, right there. Yeah. <laughs> we really don't want to conserve energy. We just want to have a car that would spend less gas. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe take us a little further, you know, for a lot cheaper. I don't know. Maybe I mean, that's what it was. That that should work for the same purposes, right? If you're if you're using less gases, that was the object of the whole deal. I would say so. Yeah, yeah. That was the whole deal. And one day, long story short, that kind of like uh, curtailed the manufacturing and the and the the uh, consuming of of of. Uh, a high uh, gas-consuming cars, and then until, what, the 90s when the SUVs came into play and everybody all of a sudden said, you know what, I got this nice truck, i.e. I was one of them. <laughs> 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 That's when I started buying my uh, my uh, my Forerunners mm-hmm. in the 90s. So, yeah. Yeah. So that you. is I the story you. of how we came to be uh, 55. By the way, that was repealed. Uh, I hope so. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I lost my place there for a minute. <laughs> it's the Peppers. Magic, Magic Johnson. 
Today, Adam, in yes, 1905. Wow, oh, my God. <laughs> 1905. Actually, it's December the 26th of 1905. Okay? okay, okay. It's the birth of the NCAA, man. Oh. We might be seeing the end of the NCAA. You think so? Well, that people talk about them as being like the governing body for all these uh, sports leagues. And sporting events and do tell tell me what <laughs> tell me about that because right now I got a shit ton of stuff on this paper. Oh, you do that I don't want to read through. Oh no no, <laughs> I mean they've been like the governing body and they tell people what to do. But now we have like these specific uh, conferences like the the SEC conference and the Big Twelve, which whatever, I don't to this day I don't understand. Which is like a coalition of be between these particular universities, and they kind of are fighting back against the NCAA telling them what to do. They're going to go ahead and do their own thing, like uh, maybe with the COVID protocols of last year, NCAA wanted them to delay, but the schools in the Southeastern Conference, that's how they earn a whole bunch of money, so they want to get out to the field and play, so they're not going to listen to them for every little thing. So. They don't, they don't have the same power that they once had. Mm, go pretty, ahead. That's pretty interesting, Adam. I'll tell you what. According to uh, onthisday.com slash sports, baby. Yes. Okay. It was first called the Intercollegiate Athletic, Athletic Association of the U.S. Okay. And it was in 1910 when it became the NCAA. Okay. All right. The, uh, but intercollegiate sports had started sometime between the mid-1800s. And it was like rowing and some other sports that were, I guess, really big in Yale and Harvard and those places like that. Okay. So there was really no need to try to regulate that much. And then after that, when football came into play is when the NC, the intercollegiate saw the potential of this being uh, probably the marquee sport. So whoever was looking at that in 1905, 1910, they were visionaries. Okay. They're like, hey, this is how we're going to make some money on the college side. Yeah. You know? So then anyway, in between one thing and the other, uh, there were some uh, congressional hearings made on it. Then this plan to, to uh, give birth to the NCAA would go ahead and try to regulate what was going between these universities so it wouldn't be out of control and they could, you know, they could basically uh, uh, match and pit against each other, the universities, according to their level or their degree of income. Okay. Does that make any sense okay. to you? So, that's, so this is how this regulation thing comes in. It's just like the uh, uh, major sports, uh, major, major sports leagues. All these leagues have these uh, uh, leagues that control who could be and what city have what, what team so they could join in this thing that's called you know, modern day sports. So you're talking about like school size? Like, school like, size like, a, right like Ohio State University is like huge. And if they're playing Akron or something, which is a tiny school, maybe that sh they shouldn't be on the same schedule or yeah, something, well, or they uh, shouldn't have the same. Uh, yeah. One of them is going to be a whipping boy, and one of them is going to uh, dominate. And it, they want to keep the level of they play. Were, they were trying to, because okay. again, the other sport that came into play was basketball. Mm -hmm. So what they were trying to do is. First of all, they were trying to regulate the rules of football because rules in football were all over the place, oh. depending where you lived or depending our, uh, depending what region you were in. Right. 
So those okay. are those are the rules that the colleges would adhere to. Uh-huh. So the NCAA comes in and goes, wait a minute, let's they stop that right now. Formalized it yeah. and made it the same everywhere. Let's formalize it. it. And then there was some other stuff, which was the unfair recruiting of sports uh, uh, players, right? Especially after World War II. Okay. Anyway, to make this long, boring ass uh, story about the NCAA, in the 1970s is when they came up with the divisions for the school. Is what you're saying. Okay. Pitting against this size and, you know, going here. And then between one thing and the other, there was a... Keeping regular localized areas. Like, this is going to be our conference. We're going to compete with these schools the same year. All and, the time. and that's the also the, the uh, beginning of the bowls. The actual foot bowls. The bowl. The bowls, which I then, again, I don't understand because you have the, you know, the... Uh, what is it? That one in Santa Monica? Uh, the Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl. bowl. And then you have whatever the one that Alabama wins every year. Uh, I don't know. Sugar Bowl? Yeah, sugar. I don't know what they're called. Orange Bowl? Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Soup Bowl. I don't know if that's one. but Anyway, yeah. Anyway, between all that, NCAA is basically the people who regulate that. And uh, it's just just the way it goes. Now, controversially, uh, uh, hello. Okay. What you're just saying right here, right? Controversy. The NCAA severely caps the benefits that college athletes can receive from their schools. In other right. words, they also control the scholarship process. Okay. And economists have declared the NCAA and characterized it as something as a cartel. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was talking about earlier, right? There you go right there, man. And that's how that sucker works, man. So the NCAA, mm, friend or foe. Maybe a bunch of jerks. You don't know. <laughs> Today, it's Today, it's Today, it's Today. try if not <laughs> i'll just do the intro here today in rock history baby and rock history is out of uh this day in music and also on songfacts.com thank you slash to them. history yeah this right here is peter green man on vocals i think the- i love it man yeah Oh well, I think Peter Green is the the reason why I, I give any time to uh, Fleetwood Mac. Oh well, yeah, that's true. You told me you weren't a Fleetwood. Uh, <laughs> you had told me that already. That's true. <laughs> anyway, today in 1968, Adam, December the 28th, 1968, yeah. just this past week, man, Joni Mitchell, Fleetwood Mac, Stephen Wolf, and the Grateful Dead land in Hallandale, Florida, Gulfstream Park to entertain. 100,000 fans. That's a big group. At the Miami Pop Festival number deuce. Wow. Being the East Coast's first major rock festival, baby. And that was 68, right? 1968, bro. That was the year before Woodstock. That's 53 years ago. Man, that's huge. Was it the jazz festival is what it was called? It was was the uh, Miami Miami Pop Festival. Pop Festival. And it was the second one, by the way. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, for the past two years, Rock Music Festival had been growing in scope, ambition, and attendance on the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? Joni we Mitchell. do know about all that, right? Sure. Stones and Jimi Hendrix and all these guys out there playing the Monterey right. pop and whatnot, right? Right. And the East Coast finally gets into the action at the Gulfstream Park horse racing track in Hallandale, Florida. We're an estimated, yes, 100,000 fans. I, was, I guess I did say that right. Show up for the party. That's a hell of a party, man. And it starts in hippie land, right? It does. And, it really did. Yeah, yeah. And then it's seen as a good idea. So I guess of course, the uh, people in the East Coast have to dip their toe into that yeah, water, yeah, too. Yeah, and say, hey, we got groups of people over here. Let's, let's service them here. It's funny you mentioned the hippie festival because there was a flower stage. <laughs> oh, sure. Of course. You Why know, not? God yeah. knows what was going on there, what kind of drugs were, what kind of chemical happiness was brewing was 68, there. come on. That's right. There was also a flying stage, which goes with... Uh, <laughs> With science fiction day, <laughs> flying stage. <laughs> wow, I think they saw it flying. I don't think it was really uh, flying. <laughs> it all depends what the psychedelics were doing with it. You them, had you know? to take a square of something oh. on your tongue before you could see and it each fly. Were, and each were operating simultaneously. So, so, so yeah. they're performing yeah. at the same time. They were performing at the same time, mm. which reminds me. Yes. Have you ever been to a festival? No. Never. No. Never ever ever. Never ever. Wow. Never any festival. The first festival that I could tell you that I went to, that it was something to the, like, you know, with the festival vibe, was Lollapalooza. And the reason I remember that is because there was different stages operating at the same time because the main stage didn't get fired up until that evening. So they wouldn't just have another artist on the main stage? Uh-uh. The main oh. stage basically stayed, and this was in St. Louis, so I don't know how that all works, but I mean, the, the, different, the different stages that were going on, musically, maybe two were playing. The rest was like... Uh, Body piercing and tattooing uh -huh. and different things, you know. Wow. So, but it was still cool. It was still cool to watch. That's pretty good. So, you you know, you, you had your day and you went around and walked. And I guess the main stage would have to be uh, set up for like the top two bands of the evening. And you'd already have their gear stuff already, already lining the stage and whatever pyro and lighting and all the stuff that they would bring. Yeah. So you, you wouldn't want the riffraff up there messing with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> The lower bands that later <laughs> yeah. that later became huge, yeah, right, right, right. bigger than you. <laughs> <laughs> the Woodstock music in our festival will soon eclipse the uh, right. Miami Pop Festival number deuce in the history books, and especially in America's popular conscience. For some reason, that was way more popular. And uh, but as Rolling Stone declares on February the first, nineteen sixty nine. The festival is a monumental success in almost every aspect, whereas mm -hmm. uh, Woodstock, yeah, couldn't say that about that was just pure luck. Yeah, <laughs> that was a flyer to come to a cow pasture. Damn say, hey, right, come on over. And it was this aspect of the first significant and truly festive international pop festival held on the East Coast. So it holds the the, the American record books of rock and roll as okay. you know as as what is going on. So I think that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So yeah. Huh? Is this sexy or what? What's going on here? Love to love you, baby. <laughs> wow. What is this? <sighs> what have you gotten us into now, Tommy? We jumped a couple of years, Adam. Seven years in okay. the time machine of the Adam and Tommy Nod to me podcast. As we get funky <laughs> with Miss Donna Summer. Wow, this is a 16 minute song. <laughs> of just that. She's <laughs> just going to say the same thing over and over again. This is. 
Donna Summers, I uh, love to love you, baby. Yeah. Uh-huh. Time Magazine introduced the phrase "sex rock." Wow. In an article taking aim at Donna Summers' "Love to Love You, Baby." I look at categories on my iTunes. And I've never found sex rock on (laughs) the category. You better look a little bit closer. (laughs) I need to look in the deeper recesses of this thing. You need to go to the deep cuts of sex rock. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I had no idea. That's so tame compared to what we got going on today, man. Oh, yeah. That is so, so tame. You know that, that, uh, like many artists, Donna Summers was a choir girl. Started her started that. her singing in the gospel church or in the you know in the uh, yeah the gospel church. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so she was really reluctant. It's popular for a lot of these artists. She sure, was, she was really reluctant to make these kinds of songs, but you know they just worked and and they made her blasted like, her into the stratosphere. made her a lot of hits, yeah, a lot of right. money, made her a lot of money. Like beep beep girl. <laughs> I guess I don't know what that was that <laughs> bad girls or whatever it's called. <laughs> That's another one of her songs. Is it? I just screwed that all up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hooker Girls, I wanted to say. But that's, oh. That's not really the That's name. not the name of the that's song? That's not really the name of the song. It's all in how you take the song. But it's kind of crazy that Time Magazine, being you know the uh, the uh, champion of liberalness and celebrates all kinds of bullshit, you know, comes up, <laughs> <laughs> comes up with this. Uh-huh. Don't you think? I don't, I don't know. I didn't even know about it. I didn't know it as, had as a title. You would think. What else follows under the umbrella? Is it uh, like Isaac Hayes or uh, stuff like that? Would that be like sex rock? I don't or know. Or Barry White? I don't know because I would think they're 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 sticking it, you know. That's to, soul. They're, right? sti- they're sticking it to the black performers, if you ask me. Oh, <laughs> wow. I'm just, I'm just a little partial when it comes to that. It's like, oh. well, it hurts. It's like, what the hell? This is when, you know, Wendy Williams is alive at this time. Wasn't she on here? Mm, you know, know what's going on with that so I just have no freaking idea but yeah Sex Rocks thank you uh, Time Magazine <laughs> thank you Time Magazine thank for that you know that super phrase talking about sex right here <laughs> Wang Dang Sweet Poon Tang <laughs> close enough Sweaty Teddy Motor City Madman Ready Man Ready Teddy for the action <laughs> Ted Nugent Free For All. I love this song. Great song. Absolutely. Yeah, what a great song. Rocker. Yeah, it is. I mean, a lot. Of, he has a lot of hits, man. Yeah, he does. He, he absolutely does. He has a lot, does. a lot of hits. You know, a lot of people don't give him credit for all his nuttiness, but, you know. And his conservatism and don't try God to knows, don't yeah. try to pierce his skin with the yeah, needle. It ain't gonna not, happen. It's ain't gonna, gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Did you see that in the news this week? <laughs> I saw that he he said I'm not taking any of this vaccine. <laughs> in December 28, 1975, Adam. Yeah. This cat right here, and when I say cat, you know, his cat scratch fever, man. Right. <laughs> yeah, I do know. <laughs> he loves scratching it. <laughs> <laughs> the Motor City, Motor City Madman had a 44 Magnum dude pulled on him on a concert in Spokane, Washington. I bet that didn't even scare him. <laughs> Not at all. He probably pulled out a, a cannon of his own. No, it says he was oh. wrestled down to the ground by security. I, uh, the way the way Ted Nugent dressed in the seventies, I didn't think he had a lot of space in there to hide to hide no, his true. gun, <laughs> unless he was packing in the front. He could throw the animal fur that he's wearing 
around his face and maybe blind him or something, but that'd be about it. <laughs> or that tube sock in the, <laughs> that they used to roll up with a cucumber. <laughs> I thought that was a chili pepper. <laughs> I think that was Spinal Tap. <laughs> uh, did you know that uh, that even though he's a gun advocate yeah. and a super, uh, you know, right to bear arms and all these other things that, you know, conservative America loves. Sure. Uh, he does not allow guns in his venues that he plays. I mean, I didn't know that. Specifically, that's in the, in the, what do you call that, the contract or... Hmm. No, I didn't know that. You, you know, he's... I would think this incident has a lot. Because he to wants do. to be, he wants to be the most armed person in the arena, <laughs> and part of his stage show is the flaming bow and arrow that oh, yeah. he, he shoots mm-hmm. that into yeah. a guitar. So he wants to be the only person with any type of armament, a flaming arrow. You think that's what it is? <laughs> yeah, is this guy pulling a gun on him? Nothing, nothing to do with it. Are you, are you are you sure? Are you sure? Because this guy, you know, I just don't know. I mean, he's he he hunts. He has what is it? Uh. Man, I wish I had written that down. Maybe this was put in after the uh, the dime bag incident. Mm. Has he always had this as a as a it thing? It says here. Let me see. Uh, no, it doesn't say what what a uh, year he he came up with that. Anyway, it just doesn't matter, dude. Okay. It's the Tommy and Adam hard to name podcasts. One, two, three, four. This weekend. Oh yeah, kiss. I finally did it, Adam. <laughs> it, it's a new segment, a new, a new weekly segment. <laughs> oh, 1982, Adam. Okay. This week in history. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm, I'm confusing. I'm confusing my James Hetfield. James Hetfield. James Hetfield. Yeah. Wait. Oh yeah. Gene Simmons. Oh, Gene Simmons. <laughs> Guitarist Vincent John Cusano. Do you know who Vincent? Vincent John Cusano. Oh my gosh. This is a. This is a name. That's the real name. That's the real Ace Freely. No, 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 no. <laughs> I have no idea. Vincent. Vinny Vincent. Vinny Vincent. Okay. Uh, officially drawing Kiss on stage as a replacement to Ace Frehley. Oh, did he? This day in history, baby. Vinny Vincent, I like that name. Yeah. That's a lot better than the original. Name. <laughs> <laughs> well, the deal was he had worked with them on some songs. Anyway, there's a lot of stuff here. I don't want to bore mm-hmm. uh, you or the audience with too much of this, uh, you know, uh, guitarist. Uh, Is this for your fir- first uh, original member being replaced then? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. This is 1982, yes. Okay. And this, uh, he was... Uh, Although he was a, uh, he had played on music for the Elder, okay, but I believe wasn't credited. And then for creatures, he like a, just a session guy or something. Yeah, for creatures, okay. then then he started, uh, you know, uh, advocating for membership inside the because they were ready to kick out uh, Ace Frehley from the band. So he knew about it, uh, but he was having some issues with Gene and with with uh, Paul Stanley. Uh, they had some problems with his character, or whatnot. Between one thing or the other, they ended up accepting him. Accepting him, but Gene said, "You can't use your real name. It sounded too ethnic." <laughs> <laughs> he, Gene said, "Rock and roll is about image, 
and we got to give you a new name. So they think they tried Mick Fury or something like that didn't fly. Doesn't hasn't everybody changed their name in Kiss? Uh, yeah, 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 sure did. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's part so, of the rite of passage. So <laughs> you yeah, so can't, you can't use a real name, yeah, right? So they were coming up with. I was like, no, actually, Gene Simmons also quoted saying that it sounded too much like a fruit vendor here in Brooklyn. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> he got it down specifically to what it sounds like. <laughs> I love that. Well, up, anyway, he ended up uh, taking the name of Vinnie Vincent, which was what uh, uh, Gene also quotes saying, this is the only thing he's going to take away from this band when they kicked him out of there. <laughs> yeah, so so he, how long did they, he remain he, in Kiss? He, until the end of the Creatures tour. So then he was oh, gone. So not long. That, yeah. Yeah. Then he came back, I believe, on Revenge, wrote a couple of other records on that, and then after that, wham, bam, you're out. Mm. And no longer Mr. Vinnie Vincent is going to be part of This Week in Kistory. You want me to play it out? You want me to play it out? Do you want to play it out? No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcasts. This weekend. Oh, yeah. Kiss. We're going to get better at that with you. All right, Adam, I like this. Do you know what we're listening to right now? Uh, give me a second. I got to go through my paper. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Does this drummer sound like he has yes, one arm? Yes, 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 it is. 1984, Adam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tragically, Def Leppard drummer Rick Allen uh-huh. lost an arm when he crashed his Corvette. He continued with the band using computer aids and relying more on his feet. So this has a bad news and it has a good news. Yeah, because he's, he's still in the band. Damn right. He didn't lose his space just because he lost a limb. Nope, nope. Some dude, some dude in a Alfa Romeo passed him okay. on some rural road out there in England. So one of me says it right here. It says, uh, west of Sheffield, was he was right. Anyway, long story short, he tried to pass him, ended up hitting a dry stone wall and entered the field. The car ejected him. Ooh. Also injured his then girlfriend. Uh, her name is Miriam Brandenson. Mm. And then he had severed his arm. Some lady that saw the commotion ran out there. And Rick says to her, do you know who I am? And she says, I have no idea who you are. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but we're going to try to put this hand, uh, this arm, you know, it was his arm, uh-huh. in some kind of ice and. They rushed him out. It was totally removed from his body. It was severed from his body, what it says here. So this was his left arm, right? I'm I'm thinking right. It says here. I should have read that a little bit better. I just went with the arm. Hmm. (laughs) We'll figure that out later. Anyway. Yeah, but they went in. They tried to reattach it and uh, to know to success at first, but then it caught some kind of an infection and they had to re-amputate. That is right. You imagine the depression that he went through it was his immediately left arm. after it, that? It was his left arm, by the way. Immediately after that, as a drummer in a big, huge band, and you lose your arm, you just think, oh, my world is done. I'm done. It's over. What, many, what, what do I have to live for now? On how many songs am I credited for, <laughs> for writing? <laughs> and let's help these guys get even yeah. bigger. Hey, guys, remember me? <laughs> anyway, the band took a hiatus from onstage performances until... August 16th, 1986, when Alan was able to return to live drumming at none other than the Monsters of Rock Festival, baby. Equipped with new computerized Co- foot pedals yeah, and all right, sorts of yeah, things. Yeah, Castle Dinington. Up. 
He has since readapted partial acoustic drum kits depending on the setting. Wow. So yeah, so he's kind of he's gotten away from that a little bit. George Harrison. That's the easy one. That's an easy one, Adam. He's a Beatle. He is a Beatle, January 30th, 1999. Okay. Well, first of all, this is My Sweet Lord. Yes, it is. What a great song this is. Amazing. Especially for people that don't believe in... Amazing, like, <laughs> double album full of material that he had. I think this was the first release from a Beatle post-breakup. Go ahead. I, th- and, I think this, I think go, this ahead and, go ahead and amaze me. But there's so many great songs on that album. Go ahead and amaze me. Oh, I, I'm not going to amaze you. But just it you're was amazing. Just, me. I'm just, amazed right now. I'm not, okay, it's just it's just. Maybe I'm block. amazed. That's no, not him. <laughs> that's another guy. I got the wrong Beatles. That's, that's a Paul. <laughs> but no, there's there's really good stuff on like a, like a double album's worth of material. It's a great song that he's just been sitting on. Maybe they were going to be contributed to be future Beatle numbers, but it's nope. a beautiful number. Yeah, it is. I like this one. Here comes the sun. It has the same kind of tone to it. Yeah, awesome songs. Yeah. Anyway, absolutely. As we are on this, let's let's go ahead and uh, change a little bit the mood and say George Harrison was nearly killed when a mentally disturbed fan, Michael Abram, what the hell, (laughs) broke into his home and stabbed him in the chest. What? 1999. Did I not? How did I not know this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Broke into his home and stabbed him. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Harrison's wife Olivia saved her husband by attacking Abram with a poker. And a table lamp. Oh my God! So take that. She must have been a fencing champion. Are you something. kidding yeah, me? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah, George suffered a collapsed lung, but survived. Jesus. I think he died four years later too. From that was a cancer or something like that. <laughs> you cut me off, but that's okay. <laughs> I thought you gave me the signal. I don't know. <laughs> that wasn't the signal. <laughs> I think we better start uh, uh, quarantining. <laughs> <laughs> what's the okay i know what this is this, <laughs> this is one of the hits off of uh what's this oh, I know, just what's the- that one. <laughs> oh yeah chocolatey salty balls man <laughs> from the tv series south park it hit number one Hit number one on what? Not here in the States, though. <laughs> Where? It was in the UK, man. Oh, my. Number one on the charts? Are <laughs> 99? Wow. Yep. Isaac Hayes? Now, didn't he have, eventually have a problem doing this chef character? I think so. No, no. I think they wanted to make fun of the, Scient- oh, the Scientology. Scientology. Yeah. That's what it was. That's what it was. As and long he, as he was just and, singing about chocolate he, salty balls, it was he, okay. And he opposed whatever shenanigans the, uh, the South Park twins uh, Trey Parker and the other guy. <laughs> I uh, forgot Stone, his name. Matt Stone. Yeah, yeah. I forgot his name anyway. Yeah, whatever shenanigans they was, we're not going to, we go ahead and make fun of Christians. We can make fun of Hillary Clinton. We can make fun of, of homosexuals. We can make fun of Islam, you know. But hey, don't we make can, fun of my Scientology, you friend. Know, yeah, and then later when we saw the series uh, the, that uh, Leah Romini did, now we know why. Chef was like, oh, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so in the UK, man, this song hit number one. That's crazy. That's insane. It's probably been redone by people wanting to relive the hit. Oh, man. You think it's been re-recorded by, from, by people? From the from the country that gives us Benny Hill and Monty Python, you, you can't. They have a better sense of humor than yeah, we do. They do. <laughs> Just point blank. <laughs> Just 
You know what this is, Adam? I've heard this before. Oh, this is Creed. This is Creed, man. Not a Creed fan? Not really. They're very, very popular for, what, early 90s? Yeah. They were really big, really popular. Uh, not early 90s. I want to say early 2000s. Oh, was it? Okay. I think this is off of their album, My Own Prison, as well. This song is My Own Prison, by the way. Well, so, makes sense. That would be on that album. Yeah, well, Creed played a disaster show. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> in Chicago in December the 29th of 2002. Yeah, so it's early 2000s. Okay. Yep. Leading to four fans suing the band. What? <laughs> because, the, the, because of a poor performance? <laughs> Claiming the lead singer, Scott Stapp, was either medicated or drunk. Oh. And unable to sing the lyrics to one single Creed song. A lot of people would say that was a good thing. What? Wow. <laughs> a lot of people would actually say that's a good thing, you know. Wait a minute. I thought, wasn't there talk that this was like a, a religious band, like a Christian rock band? Didn't no. people think I, that? I think that the way some of... Some, uh, See a son of a preacher? The way some of... I think he was also like, you know, artists that start out in the church singing. I think that's where his beginnings came up out of. Okay. So, you know, like you've been to the big churches that have, you know... 10,000 people in attendance and all that. Mm -hmm. And they have singers up there. I mean, I don't know if that's the kind of church he was at, but okay. But he had his start there. And you know, a lot of people uh, criticized him also as well for trying to sound like Eddie Vedder. What are you going to do? Which if I that's never, just the way you, if that's just the way you sing, what are but, you going to do? Yeah, but I mean, no, I never saw that. I never really heard. I really couldn't make that connection. It has the same tone, I guess. I guess. That same level. It's not too high in the range. But anyway. eh, I'm not a Creed fan. Anyway, so doesn't bother me. Stab denied that he was drunk and mm -hmm. claims that his rolling around, and this is genius, I love this, on stage was an artistic oh, moment. We can do that. <laughs> we can just claim art whenever we want. And the case was thrown out <laughs> in court. <laughs> the judge said, get the hell out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> You bought a ticket. You're going to deal with whatever <laughs> is up there on stage. With all this insanity that's going on. <laughs> no, wrong one, Adam. What? <laughs> it should be Diana Ross. I'm coming out. <laughs> it's not on my list. Oh, well, forget it. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I have Actually, I have Creed My Own Prison my twice. Bad. That's my bad. <laughs> now we would have talked about Diana Ross getting pulled over. Oh. For a drunk driving. We don't need that. <laughs> in Arizona. So just go back to what we okay. were at. <laughs> yeah. Now we're in business. <laughs> There's a better selection anyway. What a way we started the year this year. <laughs> you know that we've been on three calendar years already? <laughs> oh, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> and if we keep it up, we won't be on any calendar year left. <laughs> The who we won't be fooled again. No. Ooh. Love it. December the twenty eighth, Adam, two thousand and three. Okay. Pete Townsend of the Who revealed to a London newspaper that he was seriously considering suicide after the two thousand and two arrest for child pornography charges. Yeah, I understand that. Did you know that that he, he had considered? Suicide I knew he had. Him? I knew he had some. Some stuff on a computer that was found or something uh -huh, like that. Yeah, but I didn't know he was going to try to commit suicide over that. Uh, what are these artists going to do? I mean, if he's been uh, at the top of his game for 20 years or so, 
um, being a member of Who, and he's, he spends a lot of time in his big, luxurious mansions, and now he has people in the news calling him all these nasty things. You're alone with your thoughts too much. When you're alone with your thoughts, you contemplate things. Wow. So, yeah, I, I can see that. This is where we would need the producer here as a psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand. I deal with, I, can, I can deal with that. Okay, all right. Well, the guitarist had claimed he was... Was it a shocking revelation? I don't know. Was, I, I thought it was because, I mean, when I was reading it this week, I'm like, really, he wanted to commit suicide over that? Because he bounced back pretty good from that. Well, sure. He bounced yeah. really good back from you that. You consider says, things for a, a time, and then you move on. Yeah, right? says the guitarist. Says, oh, shit, yeah. I, got, I got to live for all this I'm talking crap. about his public image bounced back pretty good after that. It, it must not have had much of a case against well, him, I guess I'm, I'm assuming. Is, I know, but he claimed that he was visiting child porn websites as research for a book dealing with his own sexual abuse as a child. Hmm. I guess that was enough to fly out there in London's judge. Those guys that have those kind of like those mop hairs. Yeah. You know, with the little rollers, and it's all white. You probably can't use that anymore as as a as an excuse. <laughs> I'm just researching a book. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think research is really uh, is, is the reason. I think Pete Townsend already <laughs> Pete Townsend already corralled that. Excuse one. me, Judge. Uh, you remember Pete Townsend? He was doing research. I was doing the same thing. Ta- it was just research. Townsend versus Her Majesty's Service. <laughs> he won't be getting one of those medals that John Lennon. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Adam, we're in the rap section. <laughs> we are. As you called it last week. Oh no. We're gonna have to have another intro oh, title. Oh shit, this is loud. <laughs> we're dropping that beat now. We're dropping the beat izzles. <laughs> oh, you recognize that voice? No. Who is that? That's Flavor Flaves. Is it Flavor Flaves? It's a Flavor Flaves. Oh, I don't I only recognize him when he says. Yeah, boy! Isn't that what he says? Flavor Flav, oh. hip-hop's favorite son of hype. He always knows the time. Great hype, hype man. Yeah. Awesome. Yo, he does. That's why he's the gigantic clock on his office. <laughs> Did you right. know I saw his one of his clock collections when I went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland? One of his clock collections? One of his clock collections. He, he had lent it. There was a, They had done a special opening when I went down there to like a, one area that was going to be all hip-hop. Were these like... Prestigious there were clocks that he is owned. These oh. are pieces of shit clock that you could find in, you know, like at the flea market. At Target? Yeah, at the, no, not even at the flea market. Oh, wow. Find any kind of clock and you put a chain on it, boom, it'll flavor flavor ward, and guess what? Mm-hmm. It blew up. If you got him at one of those Christmas gift exchanges, do you think he's just expecting a clock every <laughs> every time? I think he'd probably hit you upside the head with it. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be the one calling 911. <laughs> Maybe one. Anyway, Flavor Flav. This is not a joke. January the 1st in 2006, his reality show, the Flavor of Flavor Love. Flavor of Love. There you go, yeah. right there. Premiered on VH1. Where he had a uh, bunch of ladies vying for his attention. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that he was going out with, uh, what's her Brigitte name? Brigitte Nielsen. There you go, the girl from Sylvester Stallone. Former yeah. Stallone uh, <laughs> wife, yes. <laughs> they were a thing. They were attached. Can you believe this? this? It says here that the series lasted three seasons, man. Well, it's Whoa. a rating, ratings bonanza. Wow. Come on. Flav is the one of the founding members of the Pioneer Rap Group. Public, Public enemy, enemy known for their... Their collab with Anthrax. Okay. So there you go right there, man. Some Flavor Flav on... What? Yeah. It's the Kinks! Yeah. <laughs> on the Tommy Nano Hard Today podcast? Listen to the Kinks. They're good. 
They are. They, they really are. Ray Davies, right? That's yeah. a yep, yep, lead yep, guy. Yep, 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 yep. Love it. You say that, but it's funny because in 2008, Adam, mm-hmm. January the 2nd, 2008, okay. with talk of the Kinks reunion in the air, mm-hmm. the band's lead guitarist and singer, Dave Davies, Dave Davies, takes the internet to share his feelings <laughs> on the matter. <laughs> he took to the internet. This is 2008, so I don't think it was Facebooking or... Instagramming or tweeting, where, where, where would you put it at? I guess you go to the to kinks.com. I don't know. Dark web. It would be like a poor remake of The Night of the Living Dead. Wow. <laughs> Golly. He's not a big fan of this reunion, is he? <laughs> wow. Man, is that killing your buddies or what? I know. Even if you were going to be involved, wouldn't you want to say, please go out and enjoy? Oh, God, that if is... people still want to listen to this music, go out there and play it for them. But <laughs> damn, Living Dead. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, Grace Slick from uh, Jefferson Airplane had, you know, had that uh, had that same take of old rock stars just being ridiculous out there and trying to be young. I think uh, there was an interview with um, Mick Jagger of the Rolling Stones saying, "If I'm still singing, I can't get no satisfaction in uh, 20 years." You know, it's come shoot me or something. But and he said that in like 1965. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody, thank God, nobody taken up on it yet. It's that time to sit back in the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast time machine oh, and wow. get ready to lend an ear to this episode's significant album or single. Watch out now. You might delightfully get wounded by one of Mr. Adam Tate's deep cuts as well. Yeah. It's about to get heavy. We need a jazz club? What the hell is this? Oh my god. Whoa! That's the way to start significant album, Adam! Oh wow! Finally! Oh man. I wasn't expecting to hear that. <laughs> you like that? You like that new one? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were going to go full jazz club on us. <laughs> Adam. Yeah. Released February, January the 4th in 1984. Uh-huh. Was the priest, Judas Priest. Judas Priest. Defenders <laughs> of the faith. Wow. Is this not a great metal album? It is. And I'll tell you, it is not really recognized as such because it's... it is sandwiched. You've got uh, British Steel, you've got Screaming for Vengeance, and this, then you got this one. This one immediately. And then you go into Turbo, Ram It Down, right and uh, Painkiller. And this one doesn't really particularly have radio play hits, things that you would hear. This is, Adam. Yes. So heavy. Yes. That I think Airplay kind of just went right over it. They said, no, this is not a screaming. Do you think this is more heavy than what you would have on Screaming for Vengeance? Yes, I think so. I mean, they're, really? they're in comparison. If you, you know, I was reading the critics think it's the, sa- it's the same range of album the way they had, uh, the way they had went ahead. And this, uh, this song right here was an awesome song. Oh. This I'm- is, this was the, this was the age of, uh, where we started watching, what was that show? Headbangers Ball. Headbangers Ball. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oof. Listen to this. 
We could go all day with this album. Sure. Anyway, this album was certified platinum by the Recording Industries Association of America and spawned the singles this Free Will Burning we just had, just listened, mm-hmm. and some heads are going to roll, and Love Bites. So it did have some, some radio play. Okay. But they, they got lost. Yeah. They got in, lost. In the there. annals of history, yeah. these aren't the ones that are picked out. These, as, are, these will be, you know, Judas Priest gems. This is, this is the one that, just like at the intro says, you will get wounded by Adam. <laughs> And some of his deep cuts, <laughs> but delightfully, <laughs> delightfully wounded. Mm-hmm. It's this chock a full of good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, uh, I think about like the, the albums that surround it. And you think of like the Guns N' Roses albums, like you have Appetite and the Use Your Illusions just hits everywhere in those. And then you go into and, and you watch, listen to and a slash solo album and you may not recognize any of those song titles on there but if you listen to it it's just solid good rock and roll music now for me uh-huh. for you know for the grand Tommy Martinez yes and his uh, analysis of of what little I know of rock and roll <laughs> <laughs> why, do you, why do you make some comment like that you have extensive knowledge in the now, area. Now, here's here's what's going to go on with this. This is just me. Huh? You could agree or disagree with me. Okay. When you have those are my only two options. Mm, yeah, that's okay. it. You can't there. You can't be you can't be lukewarm with. I me can't be indifferent. Way. All right. When it comes to dueling guitar attacks, mm. dueling guitar attacks on Iron hard, Maiden. Hard. No, 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 no. Hold up. Now, you don't get dueling guitar attacks on Iron Maiden. You get like 17 guitar attacks <laughs> on a 17 minute long song. Okay. That's a complete odyssey. Oh. Okay. That's, okay. Now you. So we're paring down Iron Maiden to more bare bones structure, and we have Priest. Dual guitar attack, Glenn Tipton, KK, KK Downing. KK Downing, sure. Will blow you away. Those guys. Those guys. Okay. Will play off each other on the same song. The solo completely different, but they won't skip a beat. Mm. Have you seen Priest live? No, I have not. Shame on you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> the, this podcast is over. Let me play that one. <laughs> Let me play significant album intro again. Back to the jazz. <laughs> okay. Man. How I, many times have you seen them live? I have seen them live. I saw them as a kid, and I saw them once more. When uh, Rob Halford came back to him at the Family Arena in St. Charles, and they played the entire album of Steel, uh, British Steel. British Steel. That was that's Genius. when that's when the uh, going to play entire albums fade. Sure. Was happening. On anniversaries of this, yes. like 30 anniversary, whatever yeah, gotcha. it was, like 25, whatever it was at the time. Yeah. So I was there, dude, and it was like to me they didn't skip a beat, and this is before K Kicked Down and got kicked out. Okay. So. So you saw them with, with I saw them twice. I saw them as a kid. The two the two guitar metal attack that of you're course, talking yeah, about. Of okay. course, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'll tell you the truth. Uh, the shtick was Rob Halford and the Harry Davidson. Big deal. You know, this song right here, the sentinel, listen to this. <laughs> Sworn to avenge, condemned to hell. These, these are perfect metal 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 <laughs> reasons feel, to have a song. You feel the blame. <laughs> 
this is this is this is the era where where you would this is headbanging. This is headbanging goes on incessantly through this through these songs. Yeah. I know I get, I get it with Motorhead and I get it with King Diamond. I get it with all that. But this is, you know, British heavy metal attack on the states. These guys invaded the US. Mm-hmm. You know, right behind them, Maiden. That's right. I every single time I talk about the evolution of metal, okay? Mm-hmm. It hurts me to kind of leave Priest out. Well, why do you have to? I, I don't think I you have to. Because I always, you know... You put them uh, on a slightly lower tier, I, I'm guessing. Not you really. Have, you, have the, the pinnac- you have the mountain range where you're going to put your Iron Maiden and you're going to put your Metallica. And in that same area, there, there could be a Judas Priest, but you're I, not actually at the peaks, apparently. I try to keep it to three. So I always started out with Black Sabbath. Sure. And then I debate between, you know, here's Love Bites. Mm-hmm. Uh, I debate between Iron Maiden and Judas Priest. but And then I have to obviously conclude it with Metallica. Because for me, after Metallica, metal kind of stopped for me. Metal itself thrashing, that fast pace kind of uh, storytelling. You know, all these kind of subjects. Even though Judas Priest didn't cover a lot of subjects that, you know, mm-hmm. that were in the occult or... They were, you know, they were hard, you know, kick to the balls. couple of minutes, you're done. Mm-hmm. And then you're exhausted. Yeah, absolutely. That was Judas Priest. Still is, probably. They got lucky when they found that singer that sounded like Rob Halford. I'm, I agree with you. So, yeah. Now, where would you rank this album in their catalog? I'd say... I'd I don't say, think you can put a top five. You don't think this album goes in the top five? I don't five? think you could put it in their top five. Because you got British Steel, obviously. You got Screaming for Vengeance. You got yeah. Painkiller, probably. Painkiller. You got Jaw. Uh, what's the other one? Ram It Down? It's ra- This one has to go up before Ram Turbo? It Down. <laughs> Tur- this one goes before Turbo. Too. It does go Turbo? Yeah. Turbo Lover. That was a lot of sinks on that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not go there. No? Did you see the, did you see the live wire or the... Uh, the the report where Gene Simmons gave Rob Halford some uh, some business uh, uh, no. advice. Yeah, no, it, was, it, was, no, it, was, no, it was not that long ago. It was not long ago. Oh, what did I, I think we got because jo- Rob Halford was uh, I think this past year was hawking his autobiography. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that was a big so deal. His book came deal, out yeah. with all of his uh, he was on homosexual trunk. stuff yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's his life. Yeah. We discuss this a thousand times, you know, it's just sure. what matters. You know, obviously in 1980, if you go, oh, wait a minute, hold up, ram it down, buddy. Come on, no, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're talking about Spread Eagle and all kinds of stuff, especially on this album right here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, it's it's just, it's, it, but when you say Defenders of the Faith, you know, that heavy metal crowd migrated to this because that one last thing was the Defenders of the Faith. There's that one little subtle chorus that goes, we are defenders of the faith. It makes you feel like you're in church. <laughs> Metal church, though. <laughs> it's like the, the choir up there singing. But it's Rob Halford. <laughs> and assless chaps. <laughs> and running around in Harley Davidson. <laughs> you know, I was, I was really looking for a good album, and then I was going through the years. And I saw this as, ah, oh, this is good. This is how we're going to start the year. Now, every single faux pas that we've committed up to this point, Adam, mm-hmm. I feel a way lot better now. Oh, good. 
This podcast is probably going to go out late again, so, so I'm kind of happy. <laughs> oh, my God. I love this. Wasn't there a lot of controversy around this album? Ah, here's the part we were getting to. Oh, good. You're getting into more? Why would you think this album, I picked it as significant album? I don't know. I thought you just loved it so much. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. why it was significant. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love it. I significant love it. in your life. I love it. I love it. Is it historically significant? It's is that what historically. You're it's, it's, it, not only is it historically significant, it was part of congressional hearings as well. Not and on top of that, Judas Priest had already been in courts over suicides. Oh yeah, yeah. To their records, remember that? Of course, that? of course. So yes, mm -hmm. this album, or at least one song from this album, mm -hmm. made the Filthy Fifteen from the PMRC. Filthy 15, oh no. There was, that's oh, right. We, we did Re the Filthy 15 remember, playlist. Re remember oh. the PMRC? Okay. Tipper Gore. Oh, Tipper Gore. Her, right, her right, thing. Right, right. About getting like labels on, mm -hmm. and, on albums and everything. That's right. This okay. is why, Eat Me Alive. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah, I, I was playing it. No, <laughs> let's go back to it. What were the chances? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is number three. What is he talking about eating? I don't uh, understand. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let me read the whole thing just in uh, case. Okay. Eat Me Alive was listed at number three Ooh. in the Parents Music Resource Center. Okay. PMRC, as we had said. Uh -huh. Filthy 15. A list of 15 songs the organization found, the organization found most objectionable. PMRC co-founder Tipper Gore stated the song was about oral sex at gunpoint. Oh. In response to the allegation, Priest recorded the song Parental Guidance on their follow-up album Turbo. <laughs> they wrote a song about the hearings, essentially. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Tipper Gore? I execute judgment on you, Satan! <laughs> <laughs> they were always getting into some sort of a beef. That was just that time, apparently, where they were focused on music and its effect on young people. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it was the whole deal. You want to listen to? You want to? You want to? Since we mentioned the Filthy Fifty, we could probably do a whole podcast I on wanna, that. Yeah, we need that. You, but, but real quick, that'll I'm, be our, our next significant album, the Filthy Fifteen. In <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the time machine, we'll, we'll jump on the time machine there. So now, check it out, Princess, yeah. Princess Darling Nikki. Sex and Masturbation. Okay. Sheena Easton, Sugar Walls. Sex. Okay. Judas Priest, Eat Me Alive. I already said sure. that. Sex and Violence, right? Sure. Sadomasochism. Okay. What were the chances? Vanity, which is one of the Prince girl groups. Okay. Strap on Robbie, baby. All right. <laughs> Lesbian sex. <laughs> the PMRC objected to that, too. Okay. I execute judgment on you, <laughs> Satan. That's you... Go <laughs> Thank you. That's the way we keep Satan away from here. Uh -huh. Just by mentioning this, my something <laughs> happened. <laughs> Thank you, judgment on you. <laughs> Motley Crue bastard. It was on violence. Oh. ACDC. Let me put my Wait love. A Just violence. Just that's based it, on that's violence. It, right? We have no other violent songs that could make the top fifteen. <laughs> let oh me put God. my love into you. Yeah. ACDC. Swiss, Twisted Sister. We're not gonna take it. That was violence. Madonna. Dress you up. Sex. Now here's the here's a good one. Here's a good one right here. All right. Wasp. 
Okay. Animal, fuck like a beast. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Sex, language, violence, and sadomasochism. Oh. You would think Wasp would have been number one instead, yeah. of, instead of Prince. <laughs> Imagine your ex- you, exposure. You got four You got four categories, and Prince is up there with sex and masturbation. Only oh, two. that's it? <laughs> Def Leppard. High and dry. Drug, alcohol, abuse. Oh, come on. I'm serious. This, this is the PMRC okay protecting us, all right? Is Are they? Some group called Merciful Faith. Yeah. Into the Coven is their song. Occult and Satan Occult, worship. Sure. You know, Black Sabbath, Thrashed, Drug and Alcohol Abuse. Mary Jane Girls, Our House. That was about sex, masturbation, and uh, orgies. Venom is uh, was a group, and the song was called Possessed, Occult and Satan Worship. Listen, all of the songs we listen to are about these things. <laughs> so I don't know I don't know how these particular 15 got picked out. <laughs> Cindy Lauper, she masturbation. What? <laughs> Is that what that was about? Thank you, PMRC, for saving us. <laughs> uh, I know on top of it. Let's go back. Oh, let's go back wow. to. Let's go back to the real album right oh, here. Oh my god! Two defenders. Yeah. Who, they were defending the faith, and they didn't even know that when they titled it. <laughs> oh, oh, this. Oh my god, Adam. Yes. So if you did not know that. Yeah. Oh, that's excellent. If you did not know that Judas Priest contributed. To the parental guidance label. They were one of the uh, next poster you, children. Next time you see that baby, you're going to remember the Filthy 15 <laughs> and this great album, Defenders of the Faith. <laughs> what a, hold on, wait, 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 we got to play it out. We got to play it out. We got to play it out. We got to get this down. We got to get this down. We got to get this down. Let's do it again, Alan. Do it. <laughs> Let's do it again if I can find it. <laughs> oh, man. All right, how about that? That's how you do it. <laughs> and, that, <laughs> and this album was the best uh, we could come up with the first of the year on Significant Album. It's that time to sit back in the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast time machine and get ready to lend an ear to this episode's Significant Album single. Watch out now. You might delightfully get wounded by one of Mr. Adam Tate's deep cuts as well. Yeah. Look out. It's about to get heavy. <laughs> it got heavy. It got heavy. Did it not get heavy? Yeah, I got, it got heavy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you love that. I know. Oh, that's incredible. You love that. You love that. Let's bring it down now, you know. Oh, oh I'm, I'm, I'm how to get at him. I don't know. So lonely. Is this bringing it down? Because this is rock and roll board on this week. This is what this is, Adam. You have picked out my, I think my favorite police song. This is my right favorite. here. What? This, this is, is my. Favorite. I think this is my favorite police this is, song. This is my top three. Really? Yeah. Nobody knows this song. This is a beautiful song. I love this song. This song has every. You know how many times I was by myself in the army? <laughs> it was your theme song. I was lonely. <laughs> and being a good boy. <laughs> That's why you're lonely. <laughs> you love this song for real? I do. I love this song. It's, love this it's song. a great song. It has a little reggae action going, then it picks up. The stuff you hear on the radio all the time is just not worth it. Yeah, this is this one's so much better. This is a deep cut. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great choice. Today, Andy Summers. Okay. Adam actually was on the Thursday of he was born December 31st, 1951. Andy Summers is 72 years old, man. 
72? Oh God, every, every, every time I hear a birthday, I'm always surprised at how old they are. That's right. And that's just everybody that we listen to is just turned ancient. <laughs> <laughs> he was the one rocking out on that one. Uh, on which on, one? On that one part that pick, picks up on So, on so Lonely. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good song for him then. Woo, was, I'm still hot. I didn't get a chance to let me fan myself with this outline, Adam. <laughs> What's an outside? It's like about maybe, uh, what, 29, 30 degrees? Let's open that door. We're just over freezing, I think. Ooh, I'm kind of sad Monica just left, so, you know. But she had a good visit, right? This is a sweet emotion, you know, when she comes. Uh, it's not a great visit. It's my baby. I love a lot her. of emotion, yeah, apparently. Yeah, lot, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, Adam, you know what this is, right, baby? I do. What's that intro? This is Aerosmith. Heavy bass. Some sweet emotion that this you were talking about from Aerosmith. With that, with that beautiful. Who's beautiful? It's beautiful bass. To, oh, bass beautiful bass. Groove. Yeah, Tom Hamilton. Tom Hamilton. Baby. That's right. Sixty-nine years old, man. Okay. Happy birthday, Tom, Tom Hamilton. Tom Hamilton. That's what I'm talking about. Is he, is he one of your favorite bass players? Uh, yeah. Do you have a ranking of favorite bass players? Ones that you your go-to guys? I mean, besides Flea. <laughs> I don't think Flea makes my top ten. Oh, uh, he doesn't? Oh. He's he's up there. My favorite bass player is Gene Simmons, obviously. <laughs> so okay. There's no doubt about that. All right. Keaty Lee. Oh, yeah. Mm, you know. Tom I do. Hamilton. I don't know. Yeah, He's up there. He's up there? He's, okay. top, he's top ten in there somewhere. <laughs> he's top ten. Bass players are supposed to be in the back chilling. You know what I'm saying? Right, but since that is your I like instrument, black, of, instrument I, of choice, I like you, you should focus on I, them. To be honest with you, I like Blackie Lawless of Wasp a little bit better than <laughs> Wow, okay. It's Tommy Martinez. Yeah, that's deep just, cut. That was a deep cut of bass. <laughs> that's a stupid-ass question you asked me. Put me on the spot like that. Are you crazy? <laughs> it's oh. the Tommy and Adam Martinez podcast. Birthday number <laughs> yeah, as always, <laughs> as always, we jacked that one up. <laughs> I thought that's the way it was designed. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I need to bring down the volume on that one. I always forget. I it's that the well, the angels sing so so these, well. The significant album has me all has me all messed up in the head. I think I'm gonna be listening to that album all week. Oh yeah, I actually when I picked it out this week, I said, oh man, I, I worked out to it. I went back to the gym about three weeks ago. Oh yeah, and this one like really pumped me. All right, good deal. Oh, I needed that's this. What you, that's what you need for the gym, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I know. Adam, get it out. Get out your Lord of the G-Strings app. Do you have it out, It's Adam? loading. It's loading. Oh, man. What? Agent X3 outdid himself. What do we have? Oh, it's called Coca Official. So it's actually, you start with Official. So it's O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. And then Coca. C-O-C-A. Official Coca. Coca. She's a public figure. You see that? I do see that. <laughs> she, oh. has, she has a hundred and thirty-seven thousand followers. Adam, that's only that's that's not a lot, is well, it? Remember, remember, we're trying to highlight uh, the up and comers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, Agent X Three is also trying to uh, point us in a direction that we can't go with all the. Uh, with she has the, a crown with the Kim Kardashians in, of the world. We um. got to go with the up and comers that. If you ask me, let me see. Let me see this. I don't want. I don't care nothing about no crown. You don't care about a crown. Yeah, I really don't. <laughs> well, I've seen a crown in like three or four different images. Okay, yeah. Already. There's a video of her in a crown. Yeah. She's in a gym. 
You said you were in a gym recently. Right. Yep, yep, yep. She's, that would actually motivate me a little bit more than Defenders of the Faith. I think she's right actually been doing a few more squats, and she's trying to show off, you know, her pump. Yeah. Well, she wasn't a certified—I don't think she's a certified gluteal isolationist as we had last week. <laughs> right. What was her name? Samantha Lamalala. Whatever her name was. Anyways, Coca is only known as Coca mm-hmm. or Miss Coca. That's it. She has no other names. Tell me something good. Miss Coca, if you're nasty. No. <laughs> Look out. Wait a minute. That's 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 a. Uh, Janet Jackson. <laughs> she was born January the 29th. She's, 20, she's 22 years old. Hey, she shares a birthday with uh, with me. Mm-hmm. January 29th. There huh? you go right there. She was known and picked up as part of Casper Smart's ex-girlfriend. Who's Casper Smart? Oh. I don't know Casper Smart. Remember, Adam, that in the third birthday, buddy, yeah. we attempt to link the worlds of... Instagram model third birthdays. Okay. He was J Lo's ex boyfriend. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. That's not for him, by the way. No. That was for J Lo. That's for J Lo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was J Lo, gotta give it to him. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> and we'll give her a different one while we're at it. <laughs> she always gets to me. <laughs> So if you go down, so Coco was discovered see. by J Lo's ex boyfriends. No, what you're they were they were they were photographed on Miami Beach together. Oh, yes. Okay, they were photographed together. Now, uh, that's where you know, like I told you, the Instagram universe model clashes, right? Because there's obviously we had to mention uh, uh, J Lo, but anyway, she yeah. is an influencer. Yeah, she is also a project engineer. Ooh, what kind of projects is she involved in? Um, I am looking at all her projects here and about all, I don't know how many photographs she has here, but I could see, let me see, let's start with the top. She, one of her projects is walking on the beach, mm-hmm. and as you put it, uh, with very little covering her bits, mm-hmm. right? And then Maybe she, she has tattoo projects, perhaps, because she has some tattoos. It says, it says here she has also some tattoos, yes. She also has a project there where she's holding up a wall, I think she's uh, using. Uh, so she's like a structural engineer. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Yeah, yeah, I think she's using. Uh, she is using what I would call uh, big butt to hold up that wall. <laughs> <laughs> she's also she's also using it to hold up a palm tree. If you notice that one down there. Uh, um. Yeah, I'm, so I'm at I the would, end of the uh, rope here. Yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm to you, the, up to you the you very just first. skipped all over the place. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Her, her first uh, post on the Lord of the G-Strings app, <laughs> she says, I love hard, but I don't give a fuck even harder. <laughs> My kind of guy. <laughs> she is represented... <laughs> <laughs> You're stuttering over there. Stuttering. Oh my god. <laughs> she is represented Miss, by by Steven Talents Management. Miss Coca. Specifically by Kelvin Model Manager. Can you imagine that guy's job? <laughs> yeah. To represent her. All of a sudden I feel like I'm hating him. <laughs> <laughs> At the time, she was a brand ambassador as well. Ooh. And okay. she and the and the brand she was a uh, ambassadoring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or representing yes. was oh my god Miami swimwear 
that was the brand. The band is Oh My God. No, no, the no. Brand the brand is the, Oh My God. No, you're stuttering too now. Yeah, I am. Sorry. <laughs> OMG Miami Swimwear. Yes, sir. Oh. <laughs> is that what she's showing mm. in that last picture? The, the, the very first one there? Let me see. Is that I OMG? No, I didn't see that one. <laughs> I need to go scroll down a little bit more here. I think she got the wrong size of uh, swimwear. It, it looks like she got like the child size, and maybe uh, she, she was, needs one a little bit larger. Maybe she was in a rush to get out and take these pictures. I don't know. You just never know when it comes to these. Uh, when it comes to these uh, kind of. Uh, oh my gosh! Model, they, they're, they're, that's a high stress job. I know. Look at that. You saw that she had to be in the gym, so she was working because she has to have her form right, and then. I see her in a. There's another shot where she was in a, uh, in a Bentley or something. What? Yeah, I mean you got to get to the gym, so you got to get in the Bentley to get to the gym. And that's not and cheap. Driving is stressful. Yeah, there's a lot of stress. Yeah, you're right. And then she's. Oh, I she's see. Eating, I, oh, I see the Bentley. Yes, she's I eating do. and drinking. I mean. I see. And you can see her nails too. She has one of those fancy super nails. nails. I don't yeah, know how yeah, she's yeah, lifting yeah, yeah, lifts weights with those nails. She's on. doing her thing. She can use a special, uh, special kind of gloves. I think they come. With. Anyway, mm. her quote, Adam. Okay, to close out. It's a different quote than the one I gave. <laughs> yes, her <laughs> official quote. Okay. Oh, okay. If you know me, you know how connected I am to Mother Nature. <laughs> Good vibes to you all. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> oh, I love the third birthday, Adam. That means that everything about her is totally original to Mother Nature. Nothing had been altered at all. It doesn't look like to me. No, I, I think it's genuine. Looks, it looks like all... It, all. it seems like it's genuine. <laughs> Adam, it is time for me to take a break. And it's time for hashtag... For Hollis. Thank you. Oh boy. Well, Tommy, do you know when the birth control pill came out? Uh, 1960. 1960. You are absolutely correct. How did you know that? <laughs> Why know. did you have that information <laughs> at the tip of your tongue? <laughs> I wrote a paper about that. Did you? I did. Yeah. yeah. And you recall everything from that paper? I don't recall. I mean, the, the thing was here's here's just to give you a little background. Was it on called that. Innovid? No, no, no. It was, no, it was they, they, they they used uh, the ladies on Puerto Rico as guinea pigs in the 40s for that. In the 40s? Uh-huh. They really? started, they only started developing They all started messing with their hormones? Oh, like these pills yeah, and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They used them as guinea pigs, yeah. Wow, genius. And, oh, by the way, unethically, they, were, they weren't told what they were doing. Oh. So that's, that's why I know all this stuff. Literal guinea pigs. Yes, yes, yes. Well, uh, Do you think that Coca Oficial would wear, would use any kind of... <laughs> let's just close out Coca Oficial, <laughs> Oficial Coca. I got to close that page out. She might influence people to oh, use that. Oh, my God, yes. Um, but uh, before the pill came out in 1960 that was okay. FDA approved. All right. Uh, before that, people had other ways of trying to prevent pregnancy. Okay. Um, and these are five of them. All five right. different ones. We're five just different. Run this down. is prior to or this during is prior or to any time in history. We had people that oh, okay, had okay. other I ideas I about like how you, to prevent I like where pregnancy. you go. I like where you're going with this. Uh, number five, musk. Now, musk. What do you think is musk? Musk, musk is... is an oily substance with an intense odor that some mammals secrete through several glands, including okay. the sexual glands. It has a very unpleasant taste, and uh, its, it's sacs can be drained and carefully removed 
from hares, lambs, and other animals that we consume. Sack. On the other hand, <laughs> it's, it's very appreciated in the cosmetic industry. They use it in perfumes and things. Wow. <laughs> but women of China, we, ancient we'll, China. We always go back to China. <laughs> they rubbed musk in their navel. Oh, wow. As a contraceptive. No kidding. Did I, it, did I don't... It, I did don't it, know if it worked or on, not. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you this. Did it penetrate? <laughs> they put it in there to prevent the baby from growing, apparently, in the oh, belly. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> but uh, I don't know that the man was very orally attentive to the navel area. I don't I, think so. I doubt so. No. Uh, that was number five. Number four, camel spit. Ooh, that's nasty. Women in the deserts of North Africa collected camel's saliva, wow. mixed it with gunpowder. Oh, wow which they assumed was a contraceptive. Don't know. Wow. Don't know how they used it. I don't know if they consumed it. I don't know if they put it in up the, in areas. In I don't the, know what they did with it. In the Sahara? In northern Cal Africa. Yeah, yeah. So, wow. Yeah, Sahara. Wow. Uh, number three, bees. Okay, yeah. I could see that <laughs> as a contraceptive. Uh, religious. Where, where would they put these bees at? <laughs> a religious hierarchy has always had their belief about contraceptives. However, St. Albert the Great was a man with his own opinions. He recommended women should eat bees as a form of birth control. That's protein. Eat them. Just eat them up. This method, however, could leave the woman sterile forever. Okay. So it worked, apparently, right? It well, could. Forever is a long yeah. time. <laughs> uh, number two, blacksmith's water. Okay, yeah, the, where they where they where they, where they put the cool where they the, they the super, blades. superheated the thing, they've pounded it into a blade shape, and then they cool it. Okay, yeah, yeah, that yeah, water. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Ladies at the, of that time believed that drinking the water that was used in the ironworks to cool the metals prevented the pregnancy. Wow. Much more than contraception, the brew was sterilizing because of its lead content. <laughs> so, so again, it worked, but that, that makes beyond sense. what they wanted. That makes sense. And number one is the use of animal guts. Animal guts, okay. Yeah. What'd you do with it? You a, eat them a, or you fry them up? What? Gabriele Fiopo, okay, a 16th this... century Italian okay. physician, made a primitive condom with an animal gut. Oh! Just, just as the ancient Egyptians did. It was the first did. rubber. It was the first Kicking rubber. Uh, tying the penis with a string. Its purpose was to avoid pregnancy and the spread of venereal diseases. It might not have worked, but it was 300 years before the vulcanization to produce the first condoms. So look. <laughs> oh, you got a visual? <laughs> I don't want to see that. Oh, you don't want to see that? Go ahead, go. Oh. <laughs> and they used the right, the right, uh, the right, uh, what is it, the uh, graphic. So they had their all, they had their ideas in the right places with the like, contraceptives, <laughs> but that was the prehistoric <laughs> contraception. That was a short but a good one there. <laughs> oh, Shadow. Man. They used the right visual aid if you ask me. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank God. You don't you don't want to go it more. Was, by the way, it was a banana. You don't want to go more natural. We than did that. not want to go with with <laughs> we did not well usually we get to see by the WhatsApp. <laughs> we'll have none. We'll have none. We'll have none. a lot of animal guts for that one. We'll have none of that. <laughs> It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Sound.
of the week. There's the gong, Adam. Yeah. Amaze me. There it is. Uh, Amazing. Please don't bring no Satan stuff in here. A couple no of different sounds. <laughs> Satan or Asia, please stay away from All right. A couple of different sounds. Go ahead. Uh, first one is new music alert. Okay. Have you heard? Yes, I have. That is. Uh, I'm going to tell you what it is right now. It's the Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters, No Son of Mine. That's right. The next song off of their Medicine at Midnight album. That's right. Released on Christmas Eve for our listening pleasure. Did you enjoy the song? I did. I only do- I enjoyed the whole nine seconds of it. That's whatever whatever they released on it. I haven't, heard it on, I haven't heard it on the radio yet. Uh, well... Do you listen to the radio for songs? Yeah, sometimes I just do go take... straight to YouTube if you want to hear it. No, 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 because I was just in, in passing. Oh, okay. I thought did it does have a release date already. Uh, the album? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't think so. But this song is out. Anyway, for yeah, your con- for your consuming. They were accused of having to sound like somebody on that one. Uh, yeah. What was that comparison that was made? Uh, I forgot what they was said. Was it Rob Zombie? No, it was Ramstein. Oh, Ramstein! No way. Does that sound like Ramstein right nah, there? It doesn't sound like Ramstein like me. No. Du hast no way. Not nearly as oh, it's computerized. Ain't angel. angel. That's my other favorite. That's one of my favorite songs right there, though, by the way. And Tommy, what were you doing on New Year's Eve? I was. I know out. what I you were doing. You were, what, you were listening to world records being broken, is what you were doing. Oh, yes, I was. Oh, yeah. Let's listen to the man. Oh, yeah. Let's listen to the man from the Guinness Book. title holders for the most flame projections launched simultaneously in a music concert was achieved by KISS Landmarks Live, FFP and Atlantis The Palm Dubai on the 31st of December 2020. Thank Congratulations. you, Guinness. You are officially amazing. <laughs> Thank you. All right, people. <laughs> we'll have to play that bit on KISS 3 next year. <laughs> So yeah, they got uh, two uh, world they records. Did, they did, yeah, they uh, did. One was for highest flame projection was that at a, at was a it musical concert. Was it 110 feet? No, it was 115 feet. Oh, I was short by five. 30, Sorry, my bad. 35 <laughs> meters. And what he was describing there was most flame projections launched simultaneously. How many were they, by the way? I in a musical what. concert, 73. Holy Simultaneously God. going. That's You know the and, heat that that had to produce? Well, there wasn't a lot of people. Around it was just yeah there was there was the huge stage there was this opening behind them and just part of the earth is just blown apart with see, all of the fireworks. Did going you see on. that uh, that pirated version off of YouTube that I sent you, dude? <laughs> I didn't I didn't see that one. I saw a perfect one. I saw like the actual the actual broadcast on YouTube. Yes, <laughs> this one it was this, perfect. This one you can see the guy was like from his uh, hotel. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw I saw a few of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they were playing to. They were playing to like this semicircle of these hotel rooms. Yeah. The and balconies, the, and yeah. they were playing to the people in the balconies. Mm-hmm. There was like really no other than like crew and staff mm-hmm. on the floor. <laughs> so, he, so Paul Stanley was up on stage saying, did you enjoy that? And you'd hear like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> did, did, you see the, uh, did you see the prices range from 39 bucks to 999 For what? For I think nine hundred ninety nine was some kind of VIP experience. I have no idea how you could pull that off. What do you mean? That's what it was. That was the highest price. You mean nine hundred ninety nine to have in a hotel room in Dubai? I and have watch no the idea. Show? I don't know how it worked out. I really don't know. I know that it, the prices range from thirty nine dollars 
to nine hundred and ninety nine because I'm you know I'm on the on the Kiss Army website. You mean for for the for this for show the streaming for the streaming show that just happened? You right could now. stream it for nine hundred and ninety nine dollars. It was some kind of VIP package. I didn't get I didn't get into all that, but yeah. If, <laughs> well, who's a VIP if not you? You're oh, a VIP. Man, I wasn't gonna spend no. Yeah, no way. <laughs> It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Sound of the week. Oh, Adam. <laughs> Wasn't that fun? Thank you for bringing my favorite band into Sound of the Week, man. Well, I know you're going to shoot them in anyway. I'm going to shoot this one in next year if we're still doing this. Uh, I liked it. I liked it. It was two of my favorite bands, actually. It was uh, the Foo Fighters and Kiss. Yeah. So I, you know, I bow down to you before we go into this. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. I hope we're in the right. I hope we're. Right. I hope we're right on the house. Oh, so, so good. I was talking to the general this week, man. He's really liking all this. Is he rehabbing? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's doing really good, actually. Okay, good. Yeah, Sam's doing really good. So we're happy for you, Sam. Glad you're getting better. Absolutely. So yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I was telling him about all this shenanigans we've got going on with all these sound bites. I think this is just, he said eventually this is gonna turn into some kind of just a sound bite show. We need we need like extra material. Mm. We need like an instant replay machine or something I that just know. plays sound bites. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. I, I don't know. We got to get an app or something like that. I yeah, don't know. Do. I have no idea. Anyway. Well, we already have one app, the Lord of the Jesus. Uh, that's true. <laughs> we gotta we gotta slow down. <laughs> we're we're being we're gonna be competing with with uh, with Kiss and in, in the millions of dollars, which I highly doubt. <laughs> I highly doubt that. Anyway, Adam. Yes, sir. Let's get serious for a minute. Do we have to? <laughs> yes. Damn it. We know that the CARES Act, which provided $1.8 trillion, a record, by the way, in direct aid to individuals and businesses mm-hmm. that have suffered during the COVID. So Is that words, this thing that was just passed mm-hmm. and people are getting their $600 checks? Is that what yes. we're talking about? That's one of, that's one of the, uh, one of the uh, items within this, I don't know, 2,000 page package, whatever it was. Right. Anyway, this is basically called and what I would consider the COVID freebie packet. Yes. That's the way it is. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, this time the individuals will get 600 bucks instead of 1,200 bucks. Right. So, you know, I mean, it's a little bit less. Either way, I won't get a dime for either way. Why? Why aren't you going to get anything? I, I, I just don't get it. Did you get nothing the first time? I got nothing the first time. So what? Yeah. Anyway, let's not, let's not talk about my problems, okay? That's why we're getting serious. We're talking about your problems. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we're the psychologists. <laughs> anyway, uh, you're supposed to buy what? Well, you're supposed to. You've been out of work all this time because right. of the COVID. Okay. So you're supposed to take the $600. And you're supposed to catch up on all of your bills that you haven't been paying is that what for, you for, think? Last, for the last nine months. Is, if, is that what you think you're supposed to be doing that? Yeah, yeah. Or, huh. or, or maybe purchasing a, a food for your for your malnourished child. So what you're saying is you have to buy the essentials to stimulate the economy, <laughs> Isn't right? Isn't that what we would do? Anyway. Oh, shit. Since we that, have better ideas? Since usually that doesn't happen, Adam, okay? Oh, okay. Our podcast is going to help people, Right. Those who probably won't buy the essentials. Oh. Okay. Okay. And we're going to help their family, too. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Mora Focaria of the Week. Stimulate me with your stimulus package. Oh. <laughs> what? It's stimulate me with your stimulus package, wow. Adam. What? 
what's required of me again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that why you started working out again at the gym? <laughs> You've got to do some some stimulating. Holy crap! <laughs> anyway, I need to hit the stimulate me. That's that, that horrible bit you just heard right there. <laughs> Wow. Uh, it's the intro to stimulate me. Okay. With your stimulage package. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Wait, with your stimulus package. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, remind me not to take vacation What's ever again during... <laughs> During Christmas, is <laughs> how to work at him. We received the six hundred bucks. Okay, we did. We're just gonna hypothetically oh. receive the six hundred bucks. All right, just yours as an individual, nobody else's. Are okay. we close? I get my six hundred dollars. That's right. That's, that's right. what I got. That's right. Okay. Okay. We will purchase slash pay a few things, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. from it, but it'll be up to us, be it essential or not essential. So I'm gonna throw out. A few things out there, and you're gonna help. Mm. You're gonna. This isn't. This is. There is no right or wrong answer in this one. There is. No, there isn't. This is. This is. This was not designed to be a game. Oh, this okay. is just to help our listeners think through some of their uh, situation. But what you've laid out is that I've gotten my six hundred dollars. You're gonna give me some options on items that I could purchase with my stimulus money. That's right. You're. You're gonna, gonna be stimulating. You. You're gonna be stimulated by the stimulage package of the Congress. <laughs> Got it. Or have the the government's gonna slap you the, with their package? Is what they're gonna do. <laughs> I feel like they've been doing that for years. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> Stimulate me with your stimulus, okay? Okay. You're hungry when you wake up. Okay. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Okay. You. I'll just say you are. For, okay. I am. For the effect of the stimulus, okay, we're just okay. I am. You go to the grocery store and buy breakfast foods, adding up to a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars of breakfast yeah, foods. Remember, you're trying to. You're trying to okay. stimulate yeah. the economy as you go, right? Right. Okay. okay. You go to the gas station and buy a beef jerky and $75 worth of lottery tickets. That's another your other option. Oh, this is option B. <laughs> this is option B. Okay. $100 of straight breakfast foods or $100 spent one, one on a dollar on beef jerky and then $99 on uh, yes, sir. tickets. Gotcha. Yes, sir. You stop at a fast food place, uh -huh. and you get fifty dollars worth of biscuits and gravies to freeze. Whoa, <laughs> that's terrible! I'm not taking that option. Or when you woke up, you turned the TV on, and all of a sudden you saw the announcement for the new WWE pay per view for a hundred bucks, <laughs> <laughs> and you have that option as well. Man, I gotta pick one of those. Well, you know, you remember you're trying to help those who really can't uh, resist. I. I know the right answer. There is a right answer. This you think one. so? There is absolutely a right answer. I don't, I don't know. That WWE deal seems pretty good. Because some people, I've heard, I've heard some people complain about this stimulus that six hundred might not be as much as they were wanting to get. But okay. to use that money to make more money is the only smart play. <laughs> get that stick. Get that Slim Jim. <laughs> nosh on that Slim Jim, and then. You hit, you hit the lottery. What am I? What are you pointing at? Write down your answer. Right? Oh, what? I, can't, I can't answer it. You can't. But you know, we're going to try to tally this up. How much you oh. spend on the six hundred bucks? Oh, so this was ninety nine bucks. Is that correct? No, a hundred. No, a hundred dollars. A hundred. Okay, here we go. But I got, I got lottery tickets, which uh. could 
pay dividends. All right, good deal, good deal, good deal, good deal. Okay, hundred bucks already went to lottery. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Okay, you're stimulating the economy. There I got it. At the quick trip, there we go. Okay. The dentist bill for a hundred and fifty comes in on work on services already rendered. Right. Got it. Okay. Okay. You pay the bill in its entirety. Okay. That's one hundred fifty, right? It would 150 be hundred fifty bucks. It would be. Call the billing agency mm-hmm. and say, look, times are hard. Make a payment plan type let's thing. Let's make a payment plan, all right? Okay. In this case, you're just going to say, let's do two payments of 75 bucks. This is free money. Right. Right? Right, right. You go to the gentleman's entertainment club and drop $150 mm. on a performer as you're showing her the pearly whites that you got. <laughs> And there, you're also helping another person that's probably in need as well. It could be, it could be now. Or you just ignore it and hopefully it goes away. (laughs) (laughs) So you'll be in the black on that one. So in that one, you wouldn't spend spend anything if you didn't pay the bill. Oh my gosh. Now, depending on the dentist... Do you think he has like a group of thugs that are come back and take back the dental <laughs> work if you don't pay you're, for it? You're over. You're you're, <laughs> you're overthinking this. You're overthinking awesome! this. <laughs> Good. Well, I'll tell you. There, there's mm. one way. There's one thing here. I know. There's no way I'm paying anything towards that bill. You don't think so? <laughs> no. So what you're there's are you, no way. What are you paying it towards? I Big might. Ooh. I might be paying. <laughs> I might be paying it towards another person in need. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I might get a little bit of entertainment out of it as well. Okay. So you, I'll probably be suffering. I haven't been having as much entertainment since uh, everything's been shut down. <laughs> they open up, and I'm able to so you're spend con- a couple of dollars, feel like feel human again, you know, for a little while. So it's mental health you're contributing. Yes. Oh, there yes, we go. Yes, okay, yes. that makes total sense. So to I wrote down 150. Okay, spent right good there. deal. Good right there. Good. <laughs> Number three, Adam. Here we go. Yes, sir. <laughs> Your two months, mm-hmm. water, electric, and gas bill comes in. Oh, is $600 going to cover that? <laughs> <laughs> but now check it out. Okay. The bill came out for 300 bucks. Okay. Okay. All right. You pay it and catch up. Okay. That's an option. <laughs> you, you, you don't look too excited. <laughs> no, we're still in the wintertime. They don't shut you down in the wintertime, do they? Uh, okay, go ahead. You're still laid off. Yeah. And you go ahead and pay this entire 600 bucks to get ahead. Oh, like you get a credit on the account. There you go, right there. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Lowe's or the, your favorite uh, hardware, mega hardware store, right? Okay. Has a pre-sale on Christmas floaties. What? <laughs> Where am I floating at Christmas? Those inflatables. Infl- oh. <laughs> But you're not going to be in water, are you? They buy three oh. three large ones. Those are the ones with the fans underneath them. Oh, okay. You buy three large ones for 250 bucks. Oh, okay. okay. Right, right, right. Or number four. Number four. Or in this case, D, right? Yeah. You get an email that says, the Foo Fighters pre-show sale. Oh, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> it suddenly popped up. <laughs> and you buy two tickets for... 
$294.37. Okay, listen. $294.37. That one hits pretty close to home because we had a show <laughs> that the Foo Fighters were going to play here that was eliminated probably right a, a month. Yeah. It was about a month, a month after they the shut down. Yeah, yeah. It was postponed, then eliminated. And then they had it rescheduled for like a step, September time frame. Again, we're looking forward to the Foo Fighters. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We were. And then we finally did get canceled. So that one hits a little close to home right okay, there. Okay, you got Now, the, you I'm got, not you, catching up on the bill. I'm not catching up on the, the bill. said the hell with it. <laughs> because we're in the wintertime. Now, in the wintertime, don't they have like a compassionate thing where they don't cut, they don't cut <laughs> off your power? I wouldn't know that. I, my bills are all up to speed and well, paid. I don't know well, anything about that. You're lucky then. <laughs> but... I don't think they're going to cut you off. Okay, okay, okay. So I think we can let that one roll. When's your overtime coming in? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully soon. Um, but I think I think I would let it roll and get because those are pretty good seats. The two hundred ninety-four <laughs> piece. Yeah. No, no, no. You get two tickets. Two for, tickets for two ninety-four. Yeah, for two ninety-four. Oh, Thirty-seven. Yes, yeah, two tickets. Yeah. Oh, so two ninety-four. Yeah, it's definitely going to the Food Fighter tickets. <laughs> Two ninety four thirty seven, Adam. You have to be exact because we got this vaccine on. We're yeah, trying to get right, things yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're trying to get back to regular and life. You're stimulating the economy and rock Absolutely. and roll and the interest everything bank that, arena. That's everything right, that yeah. we love. Live music is what we're waiting for. This is a simple you choice. You will make uh, Sammy Hagar very happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like your thinking. I like your thinking. I hope. I hope that there's. Next one's not very expensive. I'm oh, running out of money. All right, Adam. <laughs> I can't guarantee that. <laughs> Actually, no. <laughs> all right, the last one. <laughs> we got, we've gone long enough with this bullshit. Okay. All right. I love it. Oh, buy. Okay. Uh, since the idea is to simulate the economy, I lost my place here. Yeah, let's stimulate. You buy a new washer for $550. Nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Five fifty. That's my whole check for a washer for clean clothes. Probably get by the detergent. All then. right, consider the next, this next one then, ring. Okay, you buy a new car stereo for your nineteen ninety three Geo Metro. Oh my god! <laughs> and you pay. Five hundred and seventy five bucks. Jesus. And the other twenty five dollars you spend at a chipotle. On what? On chipotle. Oh, <laughs> I'll get some burritos. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute, stop anyway, right it's there. all gone. That's, that's, that's 600 right there on the spot. Yeah, right. Right. done. <sighs> okay. okay, this is, you're going to like this one, I think. Good. You buy a new PC. Okay. An HD monitor. HD monitor. Various OnlyFans subscriptions. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That content's pretty popular these For days. work and research for $599. It's a package deal. Not like Pete Townsend research, <laughs> no, though. No. Okay. okay. Good. <laughs> All right. Good. <laughs> and the very last one, Adam. Okay. This is my last option. This is this is hard and heavy. All right. This is really tough. You buy every single piece of electronic equipment needed to do a podcast. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> is it six hundred dollars? Five ninety nine. Five ninety nine. I got five dollars left. <laughs> five dollars left. Tony and Adam Barn Domain Podcast. Mora Pocaria of the Week. Stimulate me with your stimulus package. Oh. <laughs> Can I just sign that check over to, to Guitar Center? <laughs> Is that where that goes to? Or Amazon. <laughs> oh, oh man. my 
my gosh. Can you, you can't beat that last one. You, that's what you use those $600 was, for. That was perfect. You start your own podcast. You probably won't compete with the Tommy and Adam Hard today <laughs> podcast available on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Apple Podcast Apps. Castbox. Castbox. Himalaya. Oh, yeah. Himalaya. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot that about that one. And your other favorite DSPs. <laughs> if you have any idea that what you'd like to do with the 600 bucks that you'll be getting for free <laughs> at the ribs of the taxpayer, by the way, yeah. just send us an email to Tommy and Adam Pod at gmail.com. Someday we'll get that password from Jeremy. Oh, man, we still don't have it yet. We still don't have that damn Probably got 10,000 emails. Oh, I don't know what's going on, Adam. Anyway, <laughs> I think we're ready to wrap this sucker up today. I don't know about you, but I'm ready. <laughs> good times, bad oh, times. Oh, my God. I would say that's good times. <laughs> Start your own podcast, Adam. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> Anyway, Adam, did you? Uh, yes, sir. Did you get the final tally? Or you yeah. Just, or you just you said the hell with yeah, it? Yeah, I would I, you, I you, owe I owe another uh, <laughs> <laughs> I owe another five hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> oh, hopefully they'll go for that two thousand. Uh-huh. Hopefully. Uh, what do I got? Good times, bad times. We got good times. Oh uh, yeah. Bad times. You got. I'll bad do times. bad. Bad times. Okay. Um, you know the COVID is still out there. Absolutely. Not everybody has been vaccinated. We can't get away. from We it. have. Uh, Another condition that has been, I guess, enhanced okay. by the COVID epidemic, and the World Health Organization has acknowledged super gonorrhea <laughs> as a problem. They should have been using that that animal gut condom. <laughs> the The initial treatment of COVID was they they put somebody on a a a script of Antibiotics, okay, to kind of knock down the symptoms once they cheat had gotten the coronavirus. Makes sense. Maybe some some stuff that they would do before they even got it, just right. to protect, okay, from getting the virus. Like zap it, so, like zap it with yeah, some, so some overuse of the antibiotics has weakened the immune system and also strengthened strands of gonorrhea, so making them difficult to knock out. Like, you, you can't give yourself enough antibiotics to really get rid of it. So it's, like, super tough, super in there. But that's not viral. Super, super drippy, super burning. Ugh, that's not viral. That's infectious, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's a, I think it's a bacterial thing. Ooh. So it should be handled by... Antibiotics, yeah. Antibiotics, but since we've been overusing them due to the COVID thing, it's, it's less effective. It's turned it, into it a is, super bacteria. The COVID thing is... Uh, changing like it's it's altering it's mutating i guess the super gonorrhea is altering too it's in environments that exist with antibiotics all right and it's able to adapt and say hey i can still live in here so so so, so if you're listening to but, this podcast and you plan on going to asia like indonesia or someplace like that i would think twice but it could be good because i guess people are still having a lot of Casual, unprotected sex. So, That's... congratulations. <laughs> Super gonorrhea. That's bad times. Super gonorrhea. <laughs> that sounds like a commercial. <laughs> Man, that's bad times. Anyway, for the people who indulge in that kind of bullshit, so I don't think, I don't think, I don't think that uh that uh, I'll be worrying about that anytime no. soon. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> And speaking of super gonorrhea, unless it comes through WhatsApp. 
And there's a goat involved. <laughs> there was there was another one this week, but it wasn't there was no goat in it though. So. <laughs> anyway, you want to get on my WhatsApp, you gotta be my buddy. <laughs> if you don't know what he's talking about, there's a lot of talk about goats. Too bad about you. That's 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 too bad. <laughs> Speaking of gonorrhea, Adam. Yeah. Oh good. And bad things. No good. We've covered uh this theme, this subject. Yes. This uh, arena a couple times already on yeah. this podcast. Enter the arena. Mm-hmm. What Actually, arena? one time we covered a bad times in this arena. But this is a good times. Okay, this is a good times. Okay, good. Cardi B. Okay. No, is, she, is she still serving her sentence? Stops her daughter culture from hearing WAP. What? Yes, that's right. You she, heard correctly. She's not allowing her daughter to she hear her hit? She is not allowing to hear her hit with Meg the Stallion. What? That is correcto. She's trying to be a, a good parent? Is yeah, that, what no, that what's going on? Here's what had happened previously. This is like, you know, an episode. I didn't know she had a child. This is like an, this is like a, uh, like a, uh, what is it, like a sitcom episode. Previously. <laughs> <laughs> Last week on Soap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Snoopy Dog. <laughs> we gotta bring the Snoopy Snoop, into this. Okay. Gave a commentary about Cardi B and uh, Meg The Stallion's hit WAP, WAP. Wi- Wireless Access Point. Right. <laughs> right. Remember that? Uh-huh. The rapper faced backlash after saying, "I just won't. I just don't want it to be fashionable to where young girls feel like they, they can express themselves like that without even knowing." What they have there is a jewel, and they should hold on to it until the right person comes along. And I'm like, wait a minute. Did did Snoopy just turn 90? You know, wow, that was very emotional. I mean, I don't why would he why would he get any backlash about that? What if the girl wants a guy to swipe his nose like I a credit card? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like a green pup. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway, Cardi B. Kind of like you know what, mm, that kind of makes sense. She took sense. it to heart. Yeah, she took it to heart. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. So, so once uh, once uh, Cardi B at her house realized that culture was present when her song was playing on the radio, she immediately rushed over to turn the song off and take a sip of wine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I guess what's that? What is it? What's good for the goose is not good for the ga- for the gander, is it? I don't know. <laughs> She's able to have this big success and big hit, but doesn't want her daughter to hear it. That's a double standard any time Good of the time. week. Yeah, yeah. bad time. Seems like it. Ooh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Adam, we've been torturing people long enough for two hours. I think it's time for us to get going. Has here. it been two hours already? Doesn't, yeah. Doesn't yep, feel like right. it at all. We'll, yeah, we'll be we'll be having a, a, an episode uh, uh, next week, uh, next Saturday. Hopefully, this one by this time was today, Saturday's morning with everything I got going on today. Uh, I don't know, probably maybe Sunday, Monday's weekend release. Okay, yeah, yeah, sometime this week, and then uh, the following week, I believe it's gonna be two weeks from now. I'm not gonna be here, so just FYI. Uh oh, we're gonna have a week off, yeah, I'm gonna have a week off. So, Uh oh, I have to go take care of some business. Maybe we can schedule time to put one in the can. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Tommy, do you have anything else? (laughs) Big butt. I don't even. I don't even need a uh, soundbite for that one. <laughs> you have anything else for In us? In the can. <laughs> he likes. 
No, no man, I okay. have nothing else, brother. I have nothing else. Well, as always, we want to thank our legion of listeners, our Absolutely. fans, and whoever else subjects themselves to this podcast. We yes. really appreciate it. Keep in mind that life is not that serious. Mm-mm, it's not. Again, search for the keywords, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Listen on Spotify, Apple Podcast App, CastBox, and everywhere else this podcast is on demand and streaming. Activate the notification icon to be notified when we are online and tell a friend or an enemy. I'm Adam Tate. And I am Tommy Martinez. And you are listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Remember to always play it often, play it loud, but play it until the next time. We wish everyone an awesome New Year 2021 with us. We'll let you go today with U2's New Year's Day. The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast is produced by Datecoba Promotions. ABC, always be cool. Rock and roll. January the 2nd, 2021.